0: Hollywood, California, Harmontown is now in session. (laughs) Won't you please join me in welcoming to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon?
1: so much to do because we, we took a week off last week and thank you all for, uh, for coming. I know you had so many comic books to go through because you were all at Comic Con. Uh, that's, why, that's why we all go there now for the comic books, right? <laughs> Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not Sundance or anything. It's, uh, it's a comic book convention. Um, uh, I, 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 uh, I, I mean, we could talk about Comic Con. We could talk about my upper endoscopy, uh, which I survived and had a had a buddhistic uh, uh, existential experience uh, during. Because um, I got I got it rough. Uh, boy, what a what a what a surgical procedure I went through. Um, and uh, But we could talk about all that, but the truth is it's 8.10 and our uh, first guest uh, has to attend uh, bar uh, uh, downtown at 8.30. He's got to leave. So, um, I want you to welcome one of our uh, uh, wonderful Feral Audio podcast brothers. A pioneer of the podcasting medium in fact. I think he was doing it before uh, everyone had a podcast. Um, Jeff, you're a Studs Terkel fan, aren't you? Uh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you would be. You're like an. Old...
0: I know very little about Stutz. Right. Well,
1: anyways, I'm, uh, I'm a fan of his name more than anything. Well, this guy, in some respects, is kind of the anti Dan Harmon because he has very meaningful conversations in in good interviews with, with, with very interesting people, <laughs> and all I do is uh, do bad interviews with people from Feral Audio. Please welcome Matt Dwyer. Yeah. Yeah, I that. All right. If you want to drink, uh, someone uh, I, I could have, I could have someone make you one. Or... Oh
2: no, I, I you know, yeah, I, I don't want to work yet. So I just if somebody else could bartend for me right now. Your
1: podcast is called Conversations with Matt Dwyer. Uh, yeah, very
2: narcissistic of me.
1: I'm proud to be a label mate of yours uh, because I listened to a little bit of it today. You're 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 one of those guys that I kind of. I wish that I, So I guess I wish I was like, but I, I know I never could be. Like, like I don't like, even want to be like me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you, are you, a listener and not a talker. I mean, you're somebody that actually is, as our, our friend Seek Donnelly, who who came out here, I, who's an aneurysm survivor, and therefore a shamanic uh, uh, representative. I said, what is, what do, what do we have to, what do we have to do, those of us in the land of, of certainty. And, uh, and he said, give more than you take. And I think guys like you give a little more than you take because you book really provocative guests and have
2: really <laughs> interesting conversations. And all I do is stand up here and go, I, I had an endoscopy. Yeah, well, I, when I started the show, I was hoping I would be really funny while talking to interesting people. But when you're talking to like a Black Panther or Wayne Kramer talking about his prison stint, it's really hard to make jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but so you don't have to,
1: because that, that, I mean, that Black Panther dude, for instance, I, I was I was I was riveted. I had to do. I'm trying to write the uh, first episode of Community right now, but I was like, I got I got you cranked up like I'm Terry Gross doing my research.
3: <laughs> I
1: didn't want to embarrass myself. You're 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 an adult coming in. I didn't want to I didn't want to be like. So what's your podcast about? I wanted to I wanted to know. So Dan, what is his podcast about?
2: It's about this Black Panther guy. (laughs) 362 episodes with one Black Panther guy. We go each crime to each food. They also because they did a lot of soup kitchen stuff. We talk about each soup extensively. What was that guy's name? Pat O'Neill. Uh, Pete O'Neill. Pete O'Neill. Uh, yeah, he was a little a... less Irish than. <laughs> really weird though. He ha- he does have a brogue. Uh, Black Panther <laughs> from Kansas City with a brogue. Why? Why can't we get over this class
1: system that's oppressing the African American? <laughs> We've got to fight the powers that be.
2: Um, Power to the people, motherfuckers.
1: Someone's trying to take me, horseshoe shaped civil rights. Um, very funny. Three white guys uh, doing this. Uh, but I, 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 one thing that he said that I, 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 he, he said something so well, I don't know if it was profound or if it was just sort of like narcissistically. I'm like, that's what I'm always saying, and a Black Panther's saying it. Because um, he, 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 he said, uh, he, like, 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 he, by the way, just a quick backstory this guy was like kind of
2: basically trumped up charges sometime in the 60s and has been in Tanzania ever since. Yeah, but like before he became a Black Panther he was like a a street hood. He was a pimp, I believe, which he doesn't even like to talk about. And then the Black Panthers changed his life. He, his charges were trumped up but he does admit that he did smuggle some guns in his time. <laughs> so he had done some pretty crazy things. And he talks about how the Black Panthers,
1: you know, uh, uh, you know he, when he, the thing that he said that really perked my ears up uh, was when he was talking about how the first thing they tried to do to neutralize the Black Panthers... Propaganda-wise, was to call them a racist organization, and he said, uh, "Racist organization." All we were preaching from the beginning was about class systems, and I, I, I was like, "Yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Race is an artificial construct." I'm always saying, "This is about." This is a, you don't have to read a fucking book to figure this out. You do not have to, I and mean, it's great if smart people do smart work to try to figure this out. But it's it's right under everyone's nose. <laughs> children do not children don't understand what race is. You get you get taught this stuff. This is about poor people and rich people, and he was. Saying, of course, as a black organization, your first, your primary thrust is going to be on what the black community can do, as you would expect. Poor white people to have a, fr- a primary thrust, uh, maybe on what uh, poor white people could do. I'm not. I'm putting words in his mouth at this point, but, but he. Uh, and then, and then he said, we should all eat more bacon.
3: No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, now I'm just trying to get back on Atkins. Uh, black Panther said it, uh, but, but I was, it's always about class. It's always been about class, and it's, it's so. It was so interesting that he could have the 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 calm state of mind, having been based basically exiled to Tanzania, where he's running an orphanage, that he was so, like, cool and objective about about the g- global state of affairs.
2: Yeah, he was, but he, I, he didn't, we've talked besides the podcast, too, and he said it took him a long time to get there, because I guess... There was times in Tanzania where he'd like chase some dudes down the street with a knife and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a little. He used to be a little temperamental, but now he's like seventy-seven. So I, <laughs> he's like, getting I, a little
1: tuckered I, out. Yeah, those,
2: <laughs> <laughs> But he's still like this big, strong motherfucker. Like you wouldn't want to screw with him, even at seventy-seven. He's a he's a badass. You also on that list of your legitimate
1: interviewings? Before we get to the thing that I think I really want to plug because it drops, I think Monday. Are we dropping it Monday? The, is it, can you give yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that Monsanto guy, that
2: was another big one. Like you. <laughs> a lot of Monsanto
0: fans here tonight.
2: I didn't know if that was going to be somebody booing Monsanto or a pro. No, they love, they love, they love bioengineered fruit. <laughs> this is Los Angeles. Nothing grows here unless it's part
1: giraffe. <laughs> uh, it's, more, wait, wait, wait.
0: it's more comic book sounding to have yeah, bioengineered fruit. These guys are nerds, they
1: love sci fi. Of, of course they want their oranges to glow in the dark. Uh, <laughs> Uh,
2: but we, you had this this guy who was
1: he wasn't specifically a Monsanto employee. He,
2: he worked w- for the main research company that or the that worked for Monsanto, and uh, he couldn't. It sounds kind of bullshit when you're like he couldn't say his name because it sounds like you're just being weird. And but he couldn't because they'd come after him. And if you've ever seen any documentaries, Monsanto likes to fuck people in the ass. And he couldn't. You know they would he would get sued to high fucking heaven. So right. But the greatest thing about that interview is there's a really poignant moment he and I were having and he couldn't see this but behind him his dog was taking a shit and it was a <laughs> and it was like one of the st- and the dog was just chasing its own stringy shit behind him. <laughs> and I was like why don't I videotape this show? Why
3: don't
1: you blow the whistle on that? <laughs> <laughs> talking about Agent Orange and
3: uh, Yeah.
1: Uh what do you, what do you do when you like, like did you were you invested at all in the in that topic that area of of politics before you found out you were going to get to sit down
2: with a Monsanto whistleblower Uh yeah, I mean I'm I would I'm pretty fucking way to the left like I might make Chomsky look conservative <laughs> But uh Yeah, I'm always interested in political things. I mean, when I started doing the show, I was hoping to just talk to anybody because I feel like most people have uh, interesting stories. But then I'm a weirdo, so I started going after like, uh, you know, Black Panthers and political radicals. But how do you go after them? Uh, I mean, well, the Black Panther explained how you go after them uh, in in the '60s. (laughs) (laughs) I, you just—it's amazing who you can find on Facebook. Uh, I found Pete on Facebook and. Yeah, I just... And then you start... Once you start talking to a bunch of weirdos, these weirdos go, hey, I got some more weirdos you can talk to. Right. And a guy I've interviewed twice, Shane Bugby, and I, grew up together. And Shane, in high school, was, like, publishing G. G. Allen, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> it's was, like, fresh out of high school, he was Gacy's art dealer. Like... And <laughs> like a guy
1: like an art dealer, like a guy who dealt art to John Wayne Gacy? like he'd bring yeah, by yeah. Uh, by
0: the way, who nobody booed, Monsanto got a boo <laughs>
3: uh,
1: uh, uh, my, 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 what, what has Monsanto done for any birthday party <laughs> a- two. <laughs> But uh, Shane has worked with this. Did someone say Joe Rogan's joke? <laughs> I thought I, or is that some weird mental projection? I, I, thought, I, thought, I, I, I thought I heard the words, Joe Rogan's joke, Jim Gaffigan's joke, that's <laughs> all. <Asshole. laughs> I'm not a stand-up.
2: Uh, I'm sorry if my John Wayne Gacy joke uh, was on someone else's set list. Uh, anyways, please continue. Oh, just Shane is, if, and you should listen to his episodes and, and Google Shane Bugby because he's a guy who's done incredibly crazy things. And, like, G.G. G. Allen, he stole Ed Gein's tombstone and toured it around the country. He just, he's, and, he, and then he owned, started his own soda pop company. He's just a, some guy who does weird things like that. But he's hooked me up with a lot of these people, uh, like Paul Krasner. He hooked me up with Paul Krasner, if you don't know who Paul Krasner is. Oh, Paul Krasner. <laughs> Paul Krasner created The Realist, which was, like, this really... Heavy duty uh, satirical magazine in the '60s. That was, and the greatest thing about Paul Krasner is he tripped on acid with Groucho Marx. So, that's... <laughs> and he tells the story on my show. So, so he really okay. saw time fly like an arrow and fruit fly like a banana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that actually
1: happened. <laughs> And Shane's the one who hooked me up with Lucy and Graves Graves Greaves. Lucy and Graves. That's what yeah. the, that's the next thing to talk to you about. Okay. So now uh, I don't, you you can take over anytime you want. I just want to see if I can get this right. So, is it Woodsboro? Is that the name of this? The, the Westboro the, the, Baptist Church. Westboro Memphis, Baptist, Memphis, Baptist, Baptist, Baptist Church. Those Baptist are the, Church. the God Hates Fags people. God hates Fags. Oh. Oh, God. Uh, Joe Rogan's joke. <laughs> Westboro Baptists, these are the like like, like easy, more easily known as the "God hates fags" people. They yeah. they hold the sign that says "God hates fags" anywhere where they think anyone will be watching. Um, like for instance, as they threatened, they were going to do it at the funeral for the uh, Boston Marathon victims. Um, that they were going to be, st- they, they, they implied. I guess it was implied that they were going to. Yep, we're going to do it there too. We do it everywhere there, where the heat is, because uh, when a message that's <laughs> is that important, they're gonna, you know, you gotta, you gotta get your billboard up at the at the corner of Fountain and, and Wilshire. Uh, uh, the, the, so the, the the head of their church, Phelps, Fred Phelps, Fred Phelps. He has a dead Grand-
2: brother?
1: I think it was his mother. So the, this organization called the Temple, the Satanic Temple. Yeah. They did what, what they called a pink mass on the grave of his grandmother. Oh, Turning
2: well. her gay in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they did, a, they did, a, they did a,
2: <laughs> a Satanic gay ritual. So Fred Phelps' mom is getting hit with a strap-on as we speak. <laughs> and it was, it was it really blows my mind i
1: went down a rabbit hole today i was like okay who are these satanist guys like 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 and and i i mean i went to their site and i I mean the, the, their name is the setup and the punchline is the fact that they're they're good people. <laughs> like like I mean as, as far as their tenants go, I went down there they have 9 tenants on their front page of their site. It's it's, it's it is you yeah. know, you you follow your compassion, follow, uh, be be good to other humans, never push your beliefs on anyone else. Let let people do whatever they want, always keep an open mind. All this stuff, nothing to do with Satan
2: or eating a chicken heart or anything. Yeah, they don't do any that, that's the weird misconception of and we talk about the misconception of, uh, misconceptions of Satanism, and we also talk about how this pink mass, which the media treated as something that's been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah, right. sorry, I, sh- I, sh- I, sh- I should be clear because we never because I, I, I'm a
1: bad interviewer. You this 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 drops on Monday on your podcast conversations with Matt Dwyer. You got to have a conversation with Lucian Greaves, yes. the head of the
2: Satanic Temple. Guy. And I really get to, rarely get to brag about anything in my life, but he turned down a bunch of. People, including Marin, to do my show. So that's wow. cool. take that, Mark Marin, and all your money. <laughs> <laughs> take that, Mark Marin. Can I, can can you book us on your show? <laughs> uh, and there is going to be because there is something, and I wish I could say what it is, but I can't. There's going to be a big twist in this whole Lucy and Greaves thing, which Shane Bugby, who I talked about, is going to bust on bust, <laughs> is going to break on uh, in Vice Magazine, and then I'm going to do a follow-up interview with uh, Lucien as well. Wow, it's, it's like NBC's Star-Crossed Thursdays back in the old days. So. Oh,
3: yeah,
1: I was gonna, uh, Matt Damon's going to be in Central Perk, but then also d- d- Daphne's going to be in, in, on MASH. I don't know. I haven't, wa- I haven't watched TV in a long time. Uh... <laughs> it's good that new media is uh, getting there too. But so, how how did that interview go? What's he like? What's this? What's this he's fella like? He's like the
2: nicest guy in the world, and he's like super smart.
1: <laughs> it's like not surprising. I mean, this seems like a pretty on, the, on, on its face. It seems like a very like juvenile like fuck you thing to do to do anything on someone's grave. But then you peel back the layers, and you peel back the layers, and you're, you're going like, I, I, you know, I actually I actually cut and pasted a comment. From an argument about it on Facebook that I, I thought <laughs> justified the existence of comment sections because it's like if all somebody said about this because he, he you know he did this pink mass on the grave of a dead woman making this this guy's r- loved one gay in the afterlife, um, but these are the people who I mean they 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 their whole belief system is about freedom of religion they. they I, 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 not to put too fine a point on it they hide behind the concept of freedom of religion in order to do something that is not really religious or, it does not, and, not, and is certainly unconstitutional which is to imply that other people don't have the freedom to do whatever the fuck they want um, and so this is this sort of like turnabout is fair play <laughs> And it's kind of funny as having two chicks make out on this lady's grave. And um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say I, th- I, th- I like to go where the sense of humor seems to be. But somebody said like uh, in a comment section. Of course, this is a, someone said two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, that's the response to. what he did. And then this fella, Corey Hammond, uh, I'll I'll name him. I don't care. (laughs) He said, and overused cliche statements don't make you intelligent. The, The Westboro Baptist Church has always been lawful. Half of his kids are First Amendment lawyers and goes to court daily to fight their actions and they always win. The best way to beat them is at their own game and this is it. If you aren't explicit enough to do it, the WBC is so be explicit enough, in other words, I don't know, you, then then you, then you go, okay, so we're just getting in a knife fight with people who love knives, and where's that going to go? <laughs> but it's certainly you know I, I, it makes you go like, like, like yeah, these guys are calling themselves Satanists and, and, and making themselves heroes, and it's kind of a wonderful, ticklish thing.
2: it's great and he's got prosecutors coming after him, and there was a great quote at the end of an article about him recently where he said, "If I go to prison, I'm going to use my powers of satan." To turn it into one big gay orgy. <laughs> Talk about light work. I mean, yeah. that is not a tough road to hoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're halfway home already.
3: Um,
1: so uh, I don't know. How does a guy? How, how, how does a? Uh, how does a guy like me uh, be a guy like you? Like, how, do you read more than me? What do you, do you just? <laughs> are you just more interested in other people than yourself? Uh, do you drink more?
2: Drink less? Do you uh, oh more? no, I drink often during my interviews. Maybe it, maybe that's not the key, but I I I just realized early on because I probably in some of my first interviews I'm trying to be like Johnny Glib like waka woo and then I, <laughs> and then I was just like this isn't about you like I just quickly realized it's like. These people are... I'm talking to people who are far more intelligent than I'll ever be and far more fucking interesting. So shut the fuck up and learn something. I can't
1: break <laughs> that barrier. How do you,
2: how do you get there? You're, well, you're smarter than me, so maybe that's, uh, it's no, that's different. that's not true. <laughs> uh, but it's I, like, I, I was ta- like I interviewed this guy, Dan Kovalik who sued Coca-Cola for paramilitary... My name's Dan! <laughs> 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 that's all I thought when that's, you said that. No, that's no, oh, <laughs> Please continue. Oh, no, he's a lawyer who sued Coca-Cola for death squads in... in, in, in... <laughs> Doug Stanhope's joke. They were, Coca-Cola was killing union organizers in Colombia, and he found a loophole in our government, or our laws, to sue Coke. And it's like, there's a documentary about it, actually, and we don't talk about it much. But, like, I'm like, what am I going to fucking joke around, or out talk this guy about? Right. It's like, this guy's a super But brain. how do
1: you ask, what do you ask? I mean, how do you, you have to engage them and get them to the places where you want them to say stuff. But So you have to know all kinds of stuff, and then... That's I'm such a bad interviewer. We've it's it's the running joke. Yeah,
2: I mean, I guess maybe part of it is I came from an improv background because I don't like have a lot of notes. When I I have like maybe five things written down, and I'll just if something they usually somebody will say something that piques my interest, and I'll wait for them to finish, and hopefully I can just like be like, how about that? Like, uh, do you take notes while they're talking? Mental notes. Mental notes. Like I, I interviewed this guy just a couple days ago who's an amazing artist, uh, Rod Luff, or Rodrigo Luff, but look up his work. But he said something about how sometimes he'll create something and he, he'll find it embarrassing and then he talked for a bit and then I was like, alright, why would somebody be embarrassed about like this brilliant artist? <laughs> who's actually here, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, why would this guy who's incredibly brilliant be embarrassed by something he creates? And so I wanted to And comes down to we're all just fucking insecure and weird
1: (laughs) yeah we're all we're all ashamed of ourselves deep down and i'm sorry i've been through several pr experiences lately where i've suddenly realized okay we're all ashamed of ourselves and i from it's from now on instead of trying to get everyone to like me because i'm ashamed of myself I'm only going to care about the people who don't make their shame other people's problems. Like, like I, I, I think that I'm just going to bother to say that there's shitty people in the world. I'm not going to keep preaching this thing where I'm like, I love everybody. Fuck fuck half of the people.
3: Yeah. Specifically
1: the half of the people that make their very human shame someone else's problem. Someone that says, like, I'm ashamed of myself, so shut up over there. Stop talking. Don't say that. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be careful. Because I, I have to be. Because I have some weird fucking thing about me. Or I don't know how to, how to talk. Like, fuck those people. I, 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 I'm sure they're not evil. But you got to have an enemy, I guess. According to them,
2: yeah. I mean, it's Tom Deluise's joke. It's interesting because I can safely say I've spoken with some people who are legitimately creative geniuses, and they all have. Thank you. (laughs) I was just about comma Dan Harmon. But yeah, and it's all, like, every, none of them really fully go, yeah, I got this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you can't, yeah, you can't. You can't, you know, I yeah. think. Not, not and help people, not, not, not and be effective at all. Yeah. Like, like, you, you have to be fucking terrified, uh, uh, in order to be somewhat effective, I would think. Otherwise, what
2: do you, yeah, you'd, you'd be some weirdo. You have to have a little, I, it sound, I don't know if this is the Irish working class bullshit in me, but, like. I think you can't really be good at anything unless you kind of hate yourself just a little. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about myself, is how much I hate myself. (laughs) I hate how much I love you. (laughs) All right. Uh, uh, uh,
1: You're a better interviewer than me. Uh, Ask me something provocative. See uh, see, uh,
0: see what Dan did just there? (laughs) Uh, He created a, uh, a, 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 a construct where he would... Have someone ask things about him.
1: I'm looking for a closer. I'm not going to generate it because I'm not him. Yeah, but you could have had him interview somebody in the audience. You chose. Oh, okay. Good idea, Jeff. Very smart. Jeff's sober tonight. He's on a cleanse. (laughs) Talk to. I've been sober for like the last 10 shows. I ate four steaks today. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, NT, will you have a conversation with Matt Dwyer?
2: This is Enty. <laughs> oh shit balls! I only had a little bit of vodka and I'm falling off the goddamn chair.
1: Enty's <laughs> N- 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 a regular
2: here, but but uh, okay, just just dive in. Without, I don't without knowing anything about what you do. What do you do? <laughs> right fucking getting deep. Uh, I mean, are you a creative sort? I- uh, well, yeah, I want to do uh, writing and stuff, but. Uh, yeah.
4: I recently was let go of a job that I had. What Uh, what
0: was the job? uh, Black Black Panther. (laughs) I mean, was it? (laughs) He was an Irish Black Panther. Trumped up charges. (laughs) Um,
1: I worked, like, in social media, and I uh, did like movie marketing stuff. That's just called tweeting that you liked Iron Man (laughs) Three. That's not. That never paid
2: anything. So is it, is, are you taking that as like, all right, I could fuck this. I'm just going to dedicate my life to writing? Oh, well, no, I, I wanted to do writing before that. Um, no, I know, but taking uh, the job as, like, losing your job is maybe like a sign of... Like, yeah, like, maybe, maybe it was time that it needed to happen. Because I kind of wasn't
0: happy there. So I was like, okay. I see, see, Dan, you guys, I'm going to hit pause in this interview. Just, if you're not watching because you're making yourself another cocktail over there. <laughs> But I've just noticed one a trick, a little trick that you can employ when you okay. interview few people. He's looking right at him.
1: It's very uncomfortable for people with my condition.
2: Okay, sorry. Play. Uh, what kind of writing are you gonna do? Uh, uh screenwriting. You should just said sitcom writing. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I actually. <laughs> he's, he's doing
2: the long con.
1: Yeah, at, man, yeah. um, it's going to take a couple years. And um, Ent, he's Enti, better than Anatoly, who came up a couple weeks ago and was like, hire me as a director. I'm from Russia. Oh, okay. Anatoly's here. <laughs> Hello, Anatoly. Good to see you.
2: An- Anatoly was at Comic Con. Anyways, sorry. De-ra- oh. Derailed your interview. Oh, I thought you sorry. just said thank you. It was nice seeing you. I thought it- <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I thought you ended it. Oh, because you have to go? No, because it was a big laugh. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: All right, Matt Dwyer. Hey. <laughs> He's got to go to work. Let him go to work. Thank you, sir. Matt Dwyer. Good to see you, Matt. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, N.T. Thank you, N.T. So that episode that we were talking about, he interviews, he sits down with Lucian Greaves, the head of the Satanic Temple, I'm probably butchering this, uh, about this pink mass thing that took place on this grave. It's bound to be a pretty interesting uh, interview. But
0: I've not listened to his podcast. I've known Matt for a few years, not very well, but uh, doing Acid with Groucho and uh, gay
1: post-mortem grannies,
0: this is is good stuff.
1: Yeah. I like it. Yeah, he's a he's a better person than me. Why don't you marry him? Alright. So uh we should uh oh well Feral Audio, Jeff, you know that uh, you know that Matt Dwyer is part of the Feral Audio Network. I say what? Yeah. Did you know that there's a lot of interesting content on the Feral Audio Network? Well, I had no idea. Did you know, for instance, that uh Aaron McGathy's This Feels Terrible has three live episodes available on the new Feral Audio store? Shut your mouth. Yeah. Uh uh. And if there was an edit point where we were going to play 30 seconds of one of those... It would go a little something like
5: this. Let's bring out our guest. You know her from NBC's Community and a Million Other Things and being so cool and smart and adorable. Gillian Jacob! (laughs)
1: I <laughs> just read your notes again. It stop says, looking at
5: them. It says, no, please,
1: Gillian. Stop and it. I mean, it. says, you... you know her as Britta from NBC's Community. <laughs> and then it says, dot, 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 Gillian Jacobs, exclamation point. Like, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, My... do you think you might not be able to make the show? And so,
3: <laughs>
1: Adam, go out and just, just be me. <laughs> and make sure I put an exclamation point. Just
3: give it a flourish. Well,
1: and we're back. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, moving on. Let's see. What, oh, what do we got to
0: talk about? Well, uh, Let's what... talk about people shoving tubes down you and you dressing up like a little lady in a, in a moomo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I was wearing a little gown. and I went and got an upper endoscopy. I'm 40 years old. I've had heartburn for about three years. I, I've been taking, pri- once I started taking Prilosec every day, everything's fine. But then I was watching uh, a a commercial for Prilosec with Larry the Cable Guy, and uh, (laughs) I didn't know where to put my eyes, so they went to the bottom of the screen where I saw the warnings at the bottom, and uh, it said, like, if you're taking this for more than, I don't know, six weeks or something like that... You you might be a redneck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, that's that's Fox for I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: see a doctor. So I did. And, and the doctor did what a good doctor does. He sent me to a friend of his from medical school and charged me a referral fee. And uh, I went to that guy, and he did what a good do- uh, referral doctor does, which is go down a, a, a clipboard of, of uh, you know, questions that that lead to him recommending a procedure that he makes money off of. And I, I, I signed off on it. And I went to this little clinic, and they... I'd never, I never. This is my. This is my first medical procedure ever. Unless you count like stitches, like for my brother beating my ass. No, and stuff. It,
0: you, you were under general anesthesia, were you not?
1: Yeah. Like like they they put an IV in me. I, this was my first IV. I feel like I can still feel a little hole. It's very traumatic. I don't think we I don't think I've ever met anyone that went through what I've been through. Um, but I was like, I was like laying there in the bed, and then uh, yeah, and then they just like they uh, they put some extra stuff in your IV, and they go like, okay, you're gonna get a little sleepy, and it's like, and then it's
0: four days later,
1: and it is incredible. I, I, I had my I mean,
0: just to interject for a second. I only time I've ever gone under was for my wisdom teeth. I like a year or two ago had all four taken out, and apparently there was a struggle because when I woke up. <laughs> The office was empty. um, uh, The the doctor was gone. The nurse was there, and she looked fatigued. And I'm not joking. My belt was undone, and I I had defense wounds on my arms. I had had scratches on my forearms, consistent with fending off a
1: knife fight. Can't you even be unconscious normal? Can't you? Can't you? Can't you? Do you have to be special when you're knocked out too? I think I got raped. That's special. Me, me, me. <laughs> At least he took pictures of my balls. Something happened. <laughs> Maybe X-ray them. Yeah, see if there's a.
0: I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, but I, I woke up and they think, oh, you, I, you're going to get a little slee, and then I, I didn't even hear the pee. Then I woke up and there was uh, a crime had been committed.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I honestly don't. No, no offense to dentists. If you're a dentist and you and you work hard and you care about people and you're wonderful, I, I, I'm not saying a statement about dentists, but I am saying that that. Being a dentist, i don't think is enough of a qualification to have that much power over another human being by default like, like I, I i don't think it's i, I, I that's not cool like, like, like well, because, he,
0: he was an oral surgeon, you know his, 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 when they did that well aren't they're...
1: we all Touche. <laughs> I think it's pronounced "tushy." No, uh, they, uh, see, you're the, not. I knew you were. Sarah Silverman, Um The the uh, I'm just saying, like they put me under. They said you're gonna start to feel drowsy. I laid on my side, and they're like, you start feeling, and I just like, you, I, it's just like when you fall asleep. Like you can never remember the moment you fell asleep. You remember being sleepy. You remember waking up. But but I mean, so much more profound because th- because while I was sleeping, right. they did like. F- Ridiculous things to my body. I mean, most notably, shoving a camera down my esophagus at, for 25 minutes, and I have no recollection of it. They could have done butt stuff. They could have, <laughs> they could have done anything. And I, and I just woke up. I came. I came to. You can see it on, on my Twitter feed. I, I was. I wasn't doing anything. I the the lady who was putting me under. Uh, I think like a friend of hers wrote on season four of Community or something. So, um, I, 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 like, so she knew, like we were having a conversation about it before she was putting me under. She's like, oh, my friend wrote on that show. Uh, so-and-so. And I said, who? Uh, and she's like, so-and-so, you're a writer on Community. I was like, uh, season four, perhaps? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I-, I didn't work on that season. She said, oh, you're not working on the show anymore? I said, I worked on seasons one through three. Now I'm coming back for season five. And, and, and an anesthesiologist went, that's weird. <laughs> a woman who... <laughs> how weird it is. <laughs> a lady with no yeah. no yeah. horse in that race is like that's weird. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you drugs and we're going to
0: shove a hose down your mouth. But,
1: but I will say up. this, yeah, from that's... what I know about television, <laughs> that's very odd yeah. that situation that you're in. Um, that, so 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 I uh, I but I woke up on a gurney and it was moving and there were like these ladies looking down at me like I was a baby in a crib. There, It must be adorable for the. When people wake up and, and they're like smiling at me, and and and, and I, I I went like, uh, can I give me my phone? I'm a writer.
3: <laughs> and the
1: anesthesiologist went, give him his phone. He's a writer. <laughs> and they gave me my phone and I tried as hard as I could to tweet like while I was coming to and you could see the tweets like they're like like absolute like Cyrillic like it's not not your best work yeah like only only Anatoly would be able to read them (laughs) Uh, the, the, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was not my finest work, and it wasn't like I was trying to say something profound. It, all I was trying to do is go. I'm trying to tweet. Like, so it wasn't really worth why did, it. Why did you include? I'm a writer. How did you think that would expedite you
0: getting the? Uh, <laughs> like, 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 like this, this, is, this, this goes above all of our heads. I'm
1: not. My my conscious mind is not accountable to the things my unconscious mind says. As soon as I come out of unconsciousness, I I, I, I apparently I I define myself by what I do, and felt like it entitled me to a phone. I
0: I, I had a friend because you, you have to get driven home from the hospital when you when you go under, so my friend drove me home from getting my t- uh, teeth pulled, and I, I was still on the medication they had, but they said, like, in a couple hours, it'll wear off, go to your pharmacist, and here's the prescription for the stuff. So I said, oh, my, um, uh, was really stoned, and I said, we have to go to my place, because my, um, my insurance, like pharmacy cards are upstairs. So I went and got all my insurance cards upstairs, and I go, Oh, I should take this trash out too. The trash is kind of sitting around for a while. So I took the trash out, and we, got, we get to the pharmacist, there's people waiting in line. I'm like, Oh man, it's starting to wear off. It really hurts. It really hurts. And, and I get finally get up to the front, and I don't have my cards with me. And we had to go back and look for the cards. I'd thrown them out, I put them in the trash. <laughs> I was like, like I shouldn't have been allowed that much responsibility. I shouldn't
1: have been allowed to be in a. Even though you need a ride, it should be illegal to get a ride home with your girlfriend after the. I, I was a prick to Aaron because, I, but I was like, it was like all dressed up, like I, I was, I was the protagonist of the Dead Zone or something, you know. I
3: was,
1: I was just being, I was just well, being mean to her because I had been to unconsciousness and back.
3: I was, I, I was
1: like, Aaron, I don't know, I, I wanted to go get a drink. And uh, and Aaron, the villain in this story, had overheard the professional doctors tell me not to drink because I had anestheticness in my bloodstream. And so Aaron, the villain in this story, said, "No, I'm not going to take you to the drawing room." Uh, and and I was like, Aaron. I have been to oblivion and back. You know, I shouldn't... I, I, all I know is I, I was... I, I, for 25 minutes of today, I did not exist. And I came back into existence and, 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 and it shouldn't be... I shouldn't be regretting it. I, I love my return to
0: consciousness, consciousness so much.
1: I want to go straight to a bar. <laughs> I, I really was like on this trip where I was like, man, I touched, I touched nothingness and I preferred it.
3: <laughs> oh
1: I, oh, so you oh so you were willfully trying to go get back in there, kind of like like, like I just wanted to be somewhere dark and cold and have an Amstel. like I, I I really wanted to just be alone more than anything because I really felt like like i had I had never I made it to forty without ever being knocked out voluntarily uh, uh by or by another 's hand, I should say uh and and i- i was I was like wow i was I was gone for twenty minutes and then uh, and then I was back and and, but it was, and it was great to be back but it wasn't bad to be gone either there was, it wasn't that big a deal yeah man I'm right with you man <laughs> I'm on the same wavelength bro and it kind of felt like that was an important healthy exercise like maybe at, at like 16 uh, year olds birthdays they should, they should just have a guy like knock you out
3: <laughs>
1: just so you can be dead for a second and uh, well that's an unfortunate linkage to the John Wayne Gacy uh, thing from earlier <laughs> Uh, y- y- your reactions are weird and you're weird people uh, and it doesn't matter no, it was, it was- but
0: their reaction was they were waiting for what the next step statement was going
1: well, to no be. I was saying like, it should be a rite of passage because 40 years old is too late to learn that it's okay to not exist well, but
0: aren't, aren't <laughs> pe-
1: people knock themselves out all, all kinds of ways and then like they choke each other
0: and yeah but if I, if I if
1: I drank a fifth of bourbon and passed out and you shoved a camera down my gut I'd wake up and go stop stop it right brah <laughs> This is this is knocked out out like you you lose you know and I think that the reality of that is a little bit important. It's not as profound as taking ayahuasca or anything. It's just like, but it's it's, it's forty is too late to to learn that. So you're, I'm not, I'm, I'm you were out f- for twenty minutes. Do you,
0: do you recall any
1: any any, any you know? Visions? No, that's the point. It's like it's it's it, if that's what that that's the, our biggest fear with death, right? Unless you're unless you really think that. I mean, my biggest fear with death is that your last thought will play out, you know. Like, you'll be like, oh shit, did I leave the iron on? And then for (laughs) perceived infinity, because your brain is like also in charge of how you perceive time, like, you'll forever, like, be wondering about your iron. (laughs) But that might be also, was I a dick to my friends? Or I owe Toby 50 bucks, like, and it's just like, forever. uh, but, But I think by and large, our biggest fear is nothingness. Oblivion. My my biggest fear was why was my belt off when I came to? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right.
1: <clears throat> I mean, I have no point. I'm just saying. I'm, glad, I'm, glad I'm just you're- saying. I'm a, I, a, as special as I was before this experience, Jeff. Yeah. I am. I I am now like. Galvatron to my former Megatron. I have bathed in a lava of... Thank you. Thank you, guys, in the back.
0: Are you okay? Are you, oh, did you get a clean bill of health here? Or what's going on with
1: you? Uh, well, he didn't... I mean, he said he found a polyp. Uh, that, that he made it sound like that, like a thing that you find, like like a seashell on a beach like he was just like I just grabbed it like yeah, it, was just, it wasn't you, right. have, you, it was, you have a coral reef growing inside like every, everybody has a couple has a polyp here and there he was, like, was like I found a polyp like, 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 like he found a penny um, but he said you know there's inflammation you're 40 you got heartburn uh, I didn't see anything weird I didn't I didn't see Godzilla down there I didn't see I didn't see any but, but they'll give a full report in, uh, to my doctor
0: all
3: right
1: now you're
0: gonna, you said you said you're going to stop drinking tomorrow. You're going on a little juice cleanse.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, i am not. Don't don't applaud don't applaud stopping drinking. I'm I'm going, I'm going on a I'm going on a cleanse because I've gone way off my diet, and I think the best way to get back on that diet is to thank you, sir. We got to stop going to them for anything. <laughs> All right, Uh, our next guest is uh, Anatoly. Get up here, Anatoly. (laughs) Let's get that guy back up here.
3: (laughs) Uh, I, I didn't know he was a guest,
0: so uh, I, 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 I I I I want to get my ten bucks for this ticket back.
1: <laughs> the t- oh. he wants his ten bucks back because he didn't. Yeah. He's a guest now. As a guest of the show. Yeah.
3: Hey, wow. this is we, we we'll wa- That's we... a
1: dangerous precedent to set, man. <laughs> no, no. If you come up, if you come up on the show, you can have ten dollars. <laughs> Here, sure, you know what? <laughs> Keep the change. Paris Stryka, Whoa, baby. Sure. $20, a $20. A $20 bill. Yeah. How many rubles is that? Well, because he was a guest last uh, time,
0: too. It's like uh, 600. 600 rubles? Yep. Damn. Yes.
1: So, Anatoly, I got some follow-up questions, having listened to the podcast that you were on. You, you, you came up. You said you, you came to UCLA to be a director. Yep. We said, do you have any favorite directors... No, you, you don't.
3: did
6: not ask it. I had favorite director. All right, who's your favorite director? Wes
1: Anderson. Oh, Wes Anderson. Yep. Okay, great. That's a, that's a good guy.
6: And no one clapping. No, we no Wes
1: one
2: Anderson. Can't.
3: Wes Anderson, guys.
1: Did Dan just Dan just
2: shut
0: them off. Dan just told them to stop. Talking. Well, yeah, I, don't, I mean the, oh, we're not yes, on good uh, terms, me and the audience. I think so I, 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 I think they should just follow their hearts. You guys, you guys clap or boo whenever you feel like it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Show's over.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so then we uh, we did a scene from Mad Men, and yep. you directed us, which I thought was I thought was pretty good. <laughs> our, our scene work I thought our, our our scene work was pretty pretty tight, absolutely pretty uh, tight. But but your direction was that I should dress differently, and that the script should be better.
2: Is this like, what I don't know.
1: I and then you asked for a back. job.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He certainly has the beard to be a director. Yeah.
1: And then yeah. you came to you came to yeah. Comic Con. You were in the Rick and Morty panel at Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I uh, uh, and you, oh, what were you saying at the microphone? It's a begin. Yeah. When you got to the microphone, so what were, the what were you saying at the Rick and Morty panel? I
0: was uh, I was saying that I had uh, Archer T-shirt. You, know, Archer you, had Archer t- t- yeah.
1: you had an Archer T-shirt yeah. on, and you were pointing at it. Yeah, but there was something <laughs> everyone th- everyone <laughs> thought that you were saying. Um, God damn it! What does Archer T-shirt sound like? Like Uh, Machu Picchu? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, everyone's saying, "Is he he saying Machu Picchu?" (laughs) He's pointing at his Archer T-shirt. It's not. It's not really a story as much as it's just a slice of life. Uh, uh, Yeah, it's appropriate that you like Wes Anderson because you're kind of a Wes Anderson character at this point. you're you're, you're 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 this. Uh, so so you going to UCLA. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make. Uh, uh, but you want to direct TV, not movies, right?
6: I want to direct both. Okay, like
1: both. That. Fine. <laughs> All right. What can we, what can, how can we turn Anatoly into a into a into a, a thing that makes people clap? <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you, Anatoly. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Anatoly. I am... Hey,
0: he's fucking... He's 20 bucks in the black right now, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Anatoly, what are you going to do with all that money? I
3: will
1: eat. He will eat. <laughs> I like the name Anatoly. I, 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 I wish... Uh, uh, I'm going to name my son Anatoly. You
0: know, it, I... I I used to be, like, when in high school, I didn't like reading all that much because like, I hated being told what to do. But then I got Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky, by this young teacher when I was a senior. And that was the first book I really fell in love with. And I like I became obsessed with Dostoevsky and then Tolstoy and Chekhov. And I became this big Russophile. And when I went to uh, USC, I studied, uh, like, I took all these classes in Russian literature. I went back and read some of the stuff I wrote. I was smart back then. I don't know shit anymore. <laughs> so he, hearing the name like Anatolia makes me think of it. it's, uh It's War and Peace. Is an Anatolian War and Peace, isn't it? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Never mind. It's a huge book. It's gotta be like like four. Yeah. All right. right. It makes me miss the days when I was smart.
3: Yeah, I, I,
0: I'm not saying I'm dumb. I'm saying like when you're in college, your brain is just like you're you're so active. No, it is
1: true. If you're if you're under thirty, like you don't you don't know, man. Use it for something. <laughs> I mean, you just use it to have fun or make stuff. But you don't have to use it to like pick at anything. Well, yeah,
0: you, you, you had to work. So I worked so fucking hard in college. I never want to work that hard again. I think that's what it was. Like I worked and I got my A's and I just got out of there. Like like I, I don't ever want that brain locked. So you're a writer. You go. Through, you force yourself into that procrastination fear. That that brain freeze of I, I'm out of ideas, you hit those walls, things like that. Like I couldn't put myself through that.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking. I'm well, at, then I'll ask you a question while you, while you, while
0: you thumb through your phone, your, okay. giant, your giant phone. All right. Um, ask me a question. Uh, h- how big is your phone? <laughs> uh, how's, how's the writing coming on, on season five?
1: You know, it's, uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, we, on Friday, they're applauding. Uh, they didn't even know
3: the answer yet. Anticipation. No
1: uh, they uh, the, 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 the new writers are coming along very nicely. They, 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 they we on Friday like kind of like a bunch of a bunch of popcorn kernels popped at the same time. We kind of closed out Friday like realizing that we had a handle on several great episodes all at once. Yeah, we
0: rode down on a party bus to uh, Comic Con together. I got to meet uh, plenty of them, not all of them probably, but a lot of them.
1: We're doing, as I've announced, uh, because you have to know this before, well in advance. We're doing an animated episode uh, uh, this year, and and, uh, the uh, and I will say the animated episode we're doing this year, even for this ridiculous show that we've been doing in all of its unmarketability. This, this, our our approach to doing the animated episode this season is is something that could definitely only be done in season five of Community. Like you, yeah. it's just, m- m- meaning that it's like like even in season three of Community, people would been like, "Okay, come on, knock it off." <laughs>
3: But now they can't.
1: They can't. And so it's just, but, and, and I don't mean that it's just weird for weird sake. I, I quite the opposite. I mean it's like it's like very profound. Like, uh, uh, in a in a way that makes it not. You know, it's like this is a sitcom. And I, but it, it will also be incredibly funny. I, I it's gonna be a fucking masterpiece if I do say so myself. Uh, every everything sounds horrible at- <laughs> when it's followed by applause like that, I, I, did, you, did you write this a profound
0: episode after you got knocked out and saw the other side?
1: No, I didn't. But I have all new uh, uh, angles on it now that I did. But no, I mean it's uh, the thing that I'm most proud of is the, that I was, you know, I, I, I. I uh, this was after we kind of like started breaking up the rooms and stuff with these writers. Like it's the thing that makes me so. Much happier than me staring at a whiteboard and coming up with something is is when I leave a room for two hours and come back and people have landed on something. We just get we just get some some brilliant minds in there that, that are really, really, really respectful of the of the medium and have, have come up with uh, some incredible shit. Uh, uh, Dino's going to... His name will be on the cover sheet. Dino's going to uh, write the uh, animated oh, episode. but I mean, we'll that, all be writing it together uh, as all awesome. the episodes, but it's, it's, it's going to be a goodie. I, I feel comfortable how, guaranteeing how, can that. Can you see how
0: many episodes in that will appear?
1: Actually, no, because we're going to make it stand alone. It's produ- it'll be production code 513 for you uh, community uh, production code heads, I think you're called... <laughs> Freak out when you see the numbers are swapped and stuff. Any numbers you swa- you see swapped are f- it's for a reason. It's it's because the directors needed a certain schedule and stuff like that. We're giving the animated episode the last production code so that we can put it in it's gonna stand alone kind yeah. of. So anyways, that's enough of that business. Uh, <clears throat> what else is there? Uh went to Comic Con, had a weird stomach ache in front of that panel, that amazing panel, six thousand five hundred people. I ne- I felt something I'd never felt before, which is like this weird, like like normally being in front of six thousand five hundred people would be the most relaxing thing in the world for me. <laughs> That's my inverted personality. I only know I exist when I when people are listening to me talk. Uh and, and but I had this I came up I, I just had this swell of like just gastrointestinal like tension I felt like the upper half of my stomach had done thousand sit-ups and I, I came off stage and explained that to dino and he said yeah it's like you gotta watch what you say now like like that's that you know that's that's what happens oh really that you think that was just like yeah because i i was like I, I was so looking forward so forward to the rick and morty panel but now this community thing it's all, it's it's i'm sure it's all my fault i'm not complaining about any of it but this is just the phenomenon that's happened like There's so much more wrong I can do than right by talking. And it's just like like 6,500 people, and I'm just like... Like, 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 take one person that you could make cry by saying the wrong combination of words, whether that person is a Jeff Annie shipper or a, a person who served proudly in our uh, nation's armed services or a, 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 a double amputee or a, a, a person that, that, that worked really hard on season four or a a, a, a a victim of non-consensual sex in the summer of 98 <laughs> or is that like like uh, someone that works for TV Guide who, who 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 really 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 wants me to be an asshole um, like 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 there's so many I go six thousand five hundred people six thousand five hundred chances to fuck up to say the wrong thing and I think I just my brain went okay well you can't deal with that so I just pushed it all down into my into my little Tim Tums
3: Tim Tums that's Better where to the, your
1: tim-toms. that's where the that's where the cake and the vodka goes that's not for that's not for dealing
0: but. You, you don't feel that restriction in here, but this this podcast goes out to a lot more than sixty five hundred.
1: people. Well, I mean, that, but well, walking off that stage, I was like, "Fuck this!" Like I'm, never, I refuse to live my life feeling that way. Fuck you, fuck you in the teeth,
3: forever.
1: Right? If you ever, right in the teeth. if you would ever have anyone feel that way, go f- fuck you a million times in the in the. Big, fat face
3: <laughs> just
1: fuck you for wanting people to feel bad I, 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 I just i 've never done anything to hurt anybody i 've never said anything that I wanted to you know make people feel pain it's just, I, I just can 't do it I'll, I would rather, i'd rather rather kill myself i 'll never feel that way again it 's a horrible experience anyways, okay, so uh, worse than being in San Diego itself, that town
0: is a fucking bummer <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about. I'm, not ta- I'm talking about downtown San Diego. I, 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 around San Diego is quite lovely. Can you even call it a downtown? Uh, yeah. It's. I don't know, man. It's, it, it, people say, "Well, it was too many people." there. it wasn't. It wasn't the Comic Con's fault.
1: It wasn't the people's fault that were there. It's just, you can't get a good bite to eat. No, anymore. I've been there during non Comic Con. It's. It's not. I mean, it's not. You got your San Franciscos. You got your Portlands. You got your New Yorks. Your LAs. Your Asheville, North Carolinas. Hipster towns. Uh-huh. San Diego is not a hipster town. I don't know. It's just a, it's just, there's just a
0: neutral setting of, of hostility there. Like, 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 and it's not, it's not because there's military bases. The military people you meet in there are quite nice and friendly and polite and cool.
1: Yeah, but the equipment the military is using experimentally to enrage the populace. <laughs> You're familiar with harp.
0: I don't like it. I got thrown out of a bar. I wasn't yeah. doing anything. Well, I, I, I sassafras the uh, bouncer. I was, st- I, was st- I was standing kind of in the doorway. I was I, I, not standing in the door jam. I was two and a half feet back and a foot over to the side. So three people could have walked abreast, like, through that doorway and not bumped into me. And a guy just came in. I was the only guy in a suit and kind of a divey bar. And this guy, and every, they make all the bouncers there wear shirts that say security on them. And they all have ear monitors, and it's a little much. And, uh, and they card you just like, checkpoint Charlie. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. And, well, ostensibly,
1: the they're there for Comic Con because, you know, it's crowd control and stuff, and that's cool. But there was a guy dressed as the crow at the bar who may dress like the crow every day.
3: <laughs>
1: and was certainly acting like a guy who dresses like, who, who's like, oh, I get to dress like the crow. And he was like, breaking shit. and Like, yeah. nobody was sassafras. I, sta-
0: I was standing there in a suit. and I'd I had some drinks, but I wasn't bothering anybody. I was kind of just standing there. And the guy looks like, bro, you can't stand there. I'm like, and I looked down, and like, there was a little concrete square of like, kind of where the. The incline of the doorway comes in, you know, where they had to kind of pave that little way up, and I was like right on the edge of that, and so I just kind of, kind of semi-sarcastically tiptoed just out of it. And he goes, "Keep moving, bro." I'm like, "I'm like, you tell me, I'm going to keep tiptoeing, and you tell me when to stop." He's like, "Don't sass me, bro. Don't sass me." I'm like, "Look, not only would I never sass you, sir." I have so much respect for you and what you do, what you're doing right now. I just want to be the world's best customer at this bar, and I want to know all the rules. I want to know everything, so I don't, I don't want to get this one wrong. And so I go, "Is this okay?" And he's like, he just gave me the eyeball. And then an hour later, I'm in the back, uh, like leaning up against like a stack of beer boxes, texting my girlfriend, not doing anything. Bro, you're wobbling. You got to go. Like he, it took him an hour to get a head of steam, yeah. or or a, or a couple a couple of like shots, a drone of attack. attack. He yeah, just got exactly. fucking
1: like he was separated from the pack,
0: yeah. and then and then the things kind of politeness
1: on my end kind of went out the window at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen you more sober, but I've seen you a lot drunker, and I and I see, and everyone in that bar was also drunker. Like like I mean, and he goes, he goes, he, he, you I weren't go, doing anything he goes, wrong. He
0: goes, you're wobbling. I go, I'm not, I'm not wobbling. He's, you can't even talk right now. You're, you're slurring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you see, you're slurring. I go, I was like, you're a cunt. Uh. <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> Can you read me?
0: Big buddy, am I coming in? in the and then, right when you walked over, what's going on? Well, this guy's a cunt. Oh, who's this guy? This guy's a cunt, too. I don't know. There's, no, there's two guys. This guy's a coward because he did this, We cocked his fist at me, and he didn't do anything. So, cunt, coward, cunt.
3: <laughs> Look,
0: don't throw me out of your bar.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the, the people that go into that line of work. Uh, All right. I mean, well, uh, if you're if you are a cool bouncer, and I know there must be a lot of them because there's a lot of cool places. They generally are.
0: They don't work in San Diego, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like,
0: please thank you. That's not true. I met a very nice bouncer who had the full thing, and uh, he was he was quite helpful and nice. But he just looks like I don't know, San Diego. Too many sideways or backwards baseball hats on white dudes with Crocs or flip flops on. San Diego may, may officially get the uh, Jeff Davis patented thumbs down and fart sound.
3: <laughs>
0: that
1: means a lot to people. It does. What? I'm not being sarcastic. The thumbs down and fart sound? Thumbs down from Jeff. Yeah. Like, you know. Jeff no, was... I, I, I rarely do it. It's not the, not the whole. San Diego's a giant county
0: and it's a big city. There's like... whales that just got the thumbs down. Like, you didn't even. Don't get me started on Blackfish, man. I just saw that yesterday. You guys want to get bummed out? Watch... How was it? It's, it's a bummer.
1: Yes. You know about this movie? No. It's a documentary. Is that like the Cove or something? No.
0: It's it's well, kind of. It's uh it's it's the concrete pool. It's about the uh, it's about Sea oh. treatment of orcas and the cover ups of the people that die training them there. Wait, and people die?
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: they die.
0: And then and then and, and, and it's just it's just an like absolute uh, like PR just thing. Like like because the one whale I, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but there is one whale that uh, ate a lady. And uh, not much of a spoiler. Yeah, and it's not because it's in the news and stuff like that. But what I did not know is this, uh, this whale's backstory is
1: pretty fascinating. It's, uh,
0: <laughs> and this whale has a backstory.
1: Hey, apparently, it once walked on land. and uh, looked much like a brontosaurus. Uh, all right, well, let's, br- let's bring up the rest of our little rascals and, uh, and, 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 and get their two cents on everything that's happened tonight. Kumail Nanjiani. We
6: missed you. Yeah. O'Brien's Conan O'Brien's Camille Nangyani. Conan O'Brien's. It's been a while. You know what? Can I say? It kind of fuck San Diego. It's. I just ha- I, would, I was, you, would you fuck it right in the teeth? Would you fuck it with a side of beef?
1: Would you fuck it on a bagel? I would fuck it till it queefed. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like your meter.
0: Yeah.
3: A, B, or C, C, C. <laughs>
1: B. That
6: was like a kind of a haiku we had to <laughs> I, I, was there, I was at Comic Con. I went to see. I didn't run into you. but So, you know, people are, it's like super packed. So I was with my wife and we were walking side by side. And it's like just a ton of people around. And Emily looked at me and she's like, uh, there's a guy with his crotch on my butt right now, right behind me. So I looked back to sort of see, because expecting like a huge crowd. It was just one guy. (laughs) It was me, Emily, and then just one guy, nobody else around, just like a butt backpack on, like, just attached to her. Like, the rules of society kind of don't apply and yeah. at Comic-Con.
1: It, 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 the weird thing that's starting to happen now is that... Because it, when I, I, I'm old. I was there in the 90s when I was signing comic books. There was a, there was a Marvel center. There were, there were video game consoles being sold there. Yeah. But, but we nerds were allowed to sit on the floor of hallways with our big bags of shit that we bought... Um, uh, at our nerd mecca and go through shit, and then there was a tipping point that got c- crossed, I don't know, let's say six years ago, I have no idea, whenever I mean, there was just a point where it was like uh, eh, this movie has nothing to do with comic books but it's premiering here anywhere, and, but I realize community is part of the problem, I, 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 I like, returned to you know, to this like Sundance of things, but so like now, now you just get cattle prodded if you're a nerd and you try to sit down anywhere, they're like, keep it moving, keep it moving, and it's like um, and, and yeah, the,
6: I, I really hate the Booth Babes thing. Like, that is so fucking gross to me. All those, like, I feel horrible for them, too, because they're like, this is the, you know, three days of the year where they definitely yeah. have work. But if you go day three, their eyes are so sad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: there's also now, it's like, the, it's almost like, it's the worst of all worlds because it, it was nerd Mecca but now it's nerd Sundance and now because it's nerd Sundance it's a form of Sundance. So now there's this douchey component coming in. Oh like, yeah. I saw, I was in a pizza parlor and there were two girls who were in costume and they didn't know each other but uh, some guys wanted pictures with them uh, and then and then another guy like with a backwards baseball cap and some and some crocs and some flip flops and some floop floops um, <laughs> who's sitting in the pizza parlor he, he, he started yelling at, he's like, make out! Make out! And I was like, oh, well, whatever. San Diego meets uh, Comic-Con. <laughs> he had laminates on. He was a fucking Comic-Con guy. He was just, he was just oh. there to see, you know, fucking uh, so. Ben Affleck 3 or whatever's premiering there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, are we like,
6: already at Ben Affleck 3? Yeah. yeah. It's, you know what? We are, because we had Ben Affleck 1 was like uh, uh, mall rats and stuff. <laughs> then Ben Affleck 2... Was uh, Goodwill Hunting, right. and now Argo is Ben Affleck three.
1: This is Ben Affleck three D. Well, now he's yeah, now he's directing and he's got a beard. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> l- uh, let's, let's. We forgot to bring out the list of our l- little rascals. We got to get Darla and uh, Spanky out here. Uh, Aaron Mcgathy. <clears throat> <clears throat> Spencer Spencer Crittenden our dungeon master? <clears throat> Aaron, any anything, any any, uh, you have to stand back in the booth and listen to me talk for an hour. What anything you want to feedback on? <laughs>
5: um, I'm from San Diego, <laughs> uh, um, and I, I I couldn't agree more. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it is like a douchey, like it's a Comic Con is very different than what that town's vibe is generally.
5: Yeah, I mean, like as a as a high schooler there who felt. Uh, like an outcast, uh, being being really hot and sa- I mean the problem is is that it's so beautiful in San Diego that there's no there's no real like art or theater scene that's supported as much as it should be because everyone's like let's just jet ski, <laughs> and uh, it's a big retirement uh, community. Also, it's so hot there that if you're a fat 15 year old and you're wearing sweatshirts, everyone notices, and you you can't really fla- uh, like. Uh, fly under the radar. Being unique is not valued in San Diego. Um, but shout out to the two people I still talk to there.
6: The guy in the Joker, right? <laughs> way, sweetie.
2: Uh, I, and uh, Ray
3: Mysterio. Uh, Sorry. Ray Mysterio. He talked
5: to was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one night. I mean, uh, San Diego obviously has like cool parts to it, but it like there is there is a, a big value put on uh, conformity and. Being able to wear a drift seafood,
1: seafood, seafood. And <laughs> and backwards, backwards. And back. there's a big jock
5: is. culture there, and my I think it is it is due in part to the military bases, which is fine. Like my, I come from a military family, and I'm not saying that the military is bad or anything, but there is like there's a big like macho. Well, the, thing lo- the
0: whole level thing of about douchebaggery that I've noticed down there. My brother went to uh, college there, so I was down there a lot, and I used to go down there for lots of reasons and stuff. Um, you don't see fights in bars in Los Angeles, almost never. Um, I, I don't know what, what that's about. If because like,
6: everyone wanted to protect their face. That's their life. <laughs> even like,
0: even, like in, even in dodgy bars where people are already beat up. Like, I, I think there's a level <laughs> of like, he might shoot me. Like, I, I, or he could, like, or like any any. I'll be looking over my shoulder for the rest of my life if I do that. But in San Diego, people fight in bars. Like I I, I just like it's just just a weird tension and a hostility that I cannot get on board with.
6: Yeah. I. By the way, can I say something? This is changing the subject. Uh, Is that when you woke up? I've heard that uh, anesthesia that when you wake up, different parts of your brain uh, wakes up at different times. And so the part that is more aggressive wakes up before the part that sort of controls that. So the part she that sounds where, accurate. Where I was like, "Give me my phone, I'm a. Sounds I'm a
5: writer. About right. I'm a writer.
6: <laughs> yeah. So that was just that was just brain chemistry, man. That's not on you. All right. Sure. I. <laughs> I, I <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
6: punched my mom after I came out of. Uh, you punched your mom? I was I was twelve. No, don't boo that. <laughs> <laughs> Here, the stuff y- You haven't met her,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. I booed. I, boo, you I, can't I say boo.
6: anything. Jeff, look what time it is.
1: I I have to be honest. I looked over a minute ago. Uh. It was nine ten. Uh. Doesn't uh. count.
6: Um, I was whoever w- booed uh, you. Punching your mom. I have to boo them. Boo. Yeah, I apologize afterwards. I don't remember doing I mean, it. Also,
1: obviously, if you can tell people that you punched your mom, you're not like going, "Hey, it's something a... you should cheer."
5: <laughs>
6: yeah,
1: I'm being it, revealing,
6: and it you might guys have been are... an
1: ironic boo. I think that think people are having fun with it. Well, now I
0: boo very, your. Uh... Uh,
5: it's a very vocal audience. we were commenting. Uh, in yeah.
1: Very... Well, I've engaged them. They can, they can sense in me. <laughs> they can sense what happened to me
6: at Comic Con, and they can sense what happened to me
1: in Oblivion.
6: You know what? I know exactly what you feel. It feels like when you get... I was like 12 when uh, I had surgery. And I had like ear problems my whole life. And I would get these horrible ear aches. And it was like, when you're old enough, you'll have surgery. When you're old enough, you'll have surgery. And when I was 12, I was old enough. And it was planned for months and I was there waiting and the doctors came in in scrubs and they were like, hey, do you want to go to the circus? And I, I was like, fuck you, I'm not an <laughs> Uh But I went in and they strapped me down and I fought and they put the uh, mask on my face and they were like, blow there'll be a balloon. Uh, one. I'm too old at this point to give a shit about a balloon. And I remember blowing as hard as I can and being like, there's no balloon! I'm like screaming it. But it feel, feels like such a violation that they can put you out that Man. hard. It, when I woke up, I was like... Angry that they have the ability to do that to me. Like I have favorite ice cream flavors and shit, and you took it all away. Well, I didn't. I, I, to be clear,
1: I didn't feel that way at all. I thought I was. I was so grateful for Western medicine and all that. It like I. I and you I love was, you love balloons.
3: <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't
1: want. They said you're gonna start to feel drowsy, and I was. So, I was so grateful. I, I, I like 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 three seconds, and then blink, and then. I heard, like, a beep, beep, and it felt like I could hear beeping for a while. And then to wake up in a crib pushed by ladies smiling and going, like, uh, I- did I
6: die and go to heaven?
1: <laughs> I had a camera down my throat, and I didn't know. I was, yeah. I, I was very grateful. No, I liked
6: that I was out, but I, I just was a little, like, I had all my wisdom teeth out last year, and I was like, don't in, put me under. In one go? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, in a couple goes, a couple different goes. You, were, you opted to be awake? Well, I hadn't gone to the dentist in like 15 years, and I was at a burger place, and it said, get the buffalo burger if the Native, Ameri- Native Americans only ate buffalo, and if they had proper dental care, they would have lived to be 120 or something. So I was like, oh, shit, I got to, you know. What, what restaurant was this? <laughs> it's called the Fix Burger. Okay, okay. So I went to the dentist, and I was like, hey, it's just a regular checkup and she was like, emergency dental surgery right now. Your mouth is a cave of nightmares. (laughs) I knew it was going to be bad because she was like, do you have any symptoms? And I said, if I eat ice cream on the left side of my mouth, my spine hurts. (laughs) You might be a redneck. So I had months of surgery for that and I didn't want to go under cuz that time when I was 12 it felt to me it felt like a violation. But that's very interesting to me. Yeah. I mean that
1: that, that that's there, there's a fork, there's a fork in the road there. The fact that you felt uh, that I, I I my terror, my like I mean I, I want to be out because I don't want it, any of it to be happening. Yeah. But
6: well, you I w- but you're like I didn't want to be there for it, but I didn't want to put, get put under And And while it's happening, I regretted it because they were playing 13 going on 30 <laughs> the whole time. And I was like, this dental surgery is the second worst thing I'm going through right now. Spencer, have you ever been uh, knocked out?
4: I'm on stage two. Uh, that's, that's, not a, that's not a complaint. That's not a complaint. That's just a, a clarification for our podcast
0: listeners. Yeah. Because they heard an applause. Spencer has, a, yeah, no. for those of you that have never been to or seen a picture of us, Spencer's at the kids' table over on the side. Yeah, no, I'm, that wasn't a complaint. I'm,
4: I promise. I'm not, I'm fine. I've been surgered before. <laughs> You've been surgered? Yeah. What is was it? Is, it? Is, that the, is that how you uh, conjugate that? Why not? Like, Who you, cares? You can do get you, barbered. Do, I do guess? you know what I said?
3: It's a sewing term.
4: It just, I mean, it made sense, right? Yeah. yeah. That's all yeah. that counts. I, 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 That's the beautiful thing about the English language. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what the fuck? Spencer and Jeff have been fighting all day, just so you guys know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I,
4: I've, I've had all my uh, wisdom teeth out. Um, that was crazy. I've had... Uh, <laughs> Okay, everybody in the audience has to be honest. Does anyone know what a pilonidal cyst is?
3: You. Is
4: yeah. it in Your butt. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun, but uh, it's also not terrible.
6: But uh, I had one of those dealt with. It's a, it's
1: a cyst up your butt.
6: That's interesting yeah. because I would think most things to do with your butt would either be great or terrible. Yeah. And this, this is, is like most, a...
4: I'd say it's the most you know ambivalent thing you could do with yeah. your butt. You could take it or leave it. Yeah, well, that's the weird, weird, weird thing about it, because you could, like, depending on, you know, the intensity, sometimes it's better to not have it operated on, and sometimes it's better to have it operated on. What is it? It's a cyst up it, okay. in your it's like It's like... <laughs> It's like, in, you know if you have an ingrown hair and it kind of becomes infected, and then if you squeeze it, the hair comes out and there's a tiny little bit of pus? Yeah. It's like that in that it, it develops this kind of channel from your hair follicle that gets infected. In and, your butt? Yeah. But the whole yeah. thing is
1: in your butt. Well,
4: it's a cent- Well, not in your butt. It's in the butt crack. Like, um, oh, so not the hole. Yeah, no, above it. Like, it's lower in, the, it's in the
1: runway. Lower back. <laughs>
4: Depends on,
1: you know, which my direction you approach My confusion is, though, why would they bother to call it a special kind of cyst when it's just, that's a- Well,
4: a cyst implies it's like, you know, in my mind, it's like like kind of like a growth, like a tumorous growth. But it's more like just like a little opening, like a little...
1: Is the is the what was the word you said before assists?
4: Pilo hole. No, go away. Um, <laughs>
5: Spencer's my, dad has.
4: Spencer's dad is. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain this. <laughs> my dad also had to deal with this. That's all he's going to contribute. Spencer's dad
0: is just, has just. We has can just we can
4: of, stop there. <laughs>
0: Spencer's dad just Spencer's
4: kind of. Dad is right? the stage. <laughs> See, he's had a couple. There you go.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was. Uh, so much to talk about. Thank
0: you, Mr. Crittenden. My, my mom
4: came over to my house today to drop off some T-shirts. All right. But she stayed there. Spencer. <laughs> I can't get her out of the chimney. No, she left eventually. Well, I, I, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm ornery about my parents. <laughs> well, well, they tell can me a drag at your age. You know, you, yeah. want, your, you want some elbow room. It's literally... Yeah. I, I, you saw me elbowing
4: him.
0: Well, you, uh, moved, you moved out of your parents' home at 23, 24 years old? Yeah. And uh, I, so what's the problem now? Are they are they happy you're gone? Sad you're gone? Is, I just don't, you
4: know, communicate with them like most people communicate with their parents. So, you know, I'm like, let's let's just do it that way. And that's that's how I and do it. And they're
1: going through maybe a little bit of like
4: Well, yeah, cuz I'm great.
0: Right. Yes. I I would. I would guess without knowing that you probably brought some structure and order, possibly to the to the household. Maybe. Right. I'd like to think so.
6: Yeah. Hey, before we move, do you want to finish telling us about the? Yeah, yeah, Michael. Well, it just
4: happened, and you know you could get it cut out. Does the word
6: that you said before the
1: word cyst does that word mean in the butt crack? No, it's really gross. It means nest
4: of hair.
3: Okay, it doesn't.
1: So it, so it has it's no, not an accurate depiction. So the fact that it was in your butt crack has nothing to. do... That's just incidental, right? No. Well, you could get one of these on your chest. You could get one on your. Although I do call my
6: asshole a nest of
1: hair, a pylonitis. The word nest implies that there's creatures
0: dwelling. That somebody that's why made it's it. Gross, but I know what it means, so I'm not just
4: going
1: to be like, I don't know what it means. <laughs> so. Have you guys seen the new CW show Nest of Hair?
5: It's about San Diego.
1: Um... <laughs> But, but i'm still i mean no, i i i i want to know what wh- does that word mean in the butt crack, or does it... No, I mean, it, it means so, so nest so of Is hair. it something that only happens in the butt crack?
4: Yeah, because that's where there's, there's friction, that's and where there's a nest when you're, of you're hair.
1: sitting, you know, when
4: you're sitting, that's where sometimes sweat collects, right. and if you're in a car or a vehicle, you know, there's, there's agitation when you're bouncing in the car, and that's why a lot of GIs get it, and it's known as Jeep Butt. Sometimes G- Butt.
3: Yeah. But, that's cute. It's a lot less uh,
1: disgusting than a Idol cyst. Sometimes you'll see a family of finches fly out of your pants.
4: Yeah.
3: I wonder they if oh, it's come a cheap
1: but could you have one of those and then it goes away and then it comes yeah. back or something yeah, like it's, that
4: Yeah it's it's like a pimple in that like you know it just it w- it'll it'll get bigger and then it'll pop and then it'll go away or sometimes in rare cases it could get infected like a pimple you know like an opening in the skin and this is something you had to get surgered. It will. They recommended it, and we did it. But in you don't need to. Like it it kind of depends. It's a case by case basis. But essentially, what they do is way worse because it's like this tiny hole in your skin on your butt. And what they do is they cut out like a wedge of it. It's like you know when you when you transplant a plant where you just take a huge scoop of earth out from around it. So and you have sl- a slightly bigger butt than you used to? No, because they they seal it back together, and they literally use like ru- like glue, like this crazy adhesive glue stuff, and what? they glue it back. All together. All this
6: feels like you just went to a weird frat party. You
3: know? <laughs> I mean,
6: arguably, Spencer, Spencer. it isn't doctoring right, fraternity. That Some of, is that yeah. your
0: mom? I, I, I I'm sure a gal from the audience is It is, 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 is a woman, right? Uh, some s- s- somebody's boasting that her uh, p- her nest of hair, jeep butt, pimple was worse than yours. I'll,
1: I don't doubt that. So they scoop. So, <laughs> so they scoop. They scoop out a hole and then they then they. Yeah. They, Dan, like, are you so interested in this it because it You want together. to
5: be knocked out again? Are you <laughs> looking for? <laughs> you're wondering if you have a nest of hair.
1: Yeah, well, I, I I I am a nest of hair. <laughs> um. Uh. That's. Uh. Okay. All right. Well. So you've been knocked out while well, they did that. Yeah, did yeah. you did you find it to be a profound experience? No. It's a lot
4: like it, I don't dream very. Op- I mean, everyone's going to be all like, everybody dreams. I don't really, you know, dream. But, Me neither. Um,
1: I don't dream that much at all.
4: Yeah, like it's not like it never happens. But because you,
6: you guys are living your dreams when you're awake. Oh, Dan. No, I'm not even trying to be weird. Well, you you, you succeeded.
3: Great.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably why. What? That doesn't make it. Whatever. What I'm saying is I think. I get what you're saying.
6: I think when you're dreaming, your brain's like getting off excess energy. And I feel like if you're already using that when you're awake, maybe there's not as much to give off when you're asleep. I well, I know. like
4: that. I like that a lot more than I thought it meant what it meant initially. So sure.
1: Your brain is dead.
4: Yeah. Well, just when you're asleep. Yeah. Because it's
0: so awake when you're awake. That's what he's saying. Yeah. 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 I dreamt I was Batman
6: a couple of nights ago. Woo! Now, if we know your history of psychic stuff, yeah, does that mean that's gonna happen? Wait, but there
0: was a crime that there wasn't. There was a crime that was committed.
6: Uh oh! Fucking tell us, dude. You're
5: just having an espresso. in an Italian cafe. Yeah, it we
3: don't
6: need you to sleep I, on another 9/11 here. Thing was,
0: uh, I was, I was, I was Batman, and I was wrongly convicted of like, like accused of a crime that i didn't commit like by a supervillain maybe and uh this is definitely I, I had watched robocop the night before so i think like <laughs> i think this is, this is a robocop dream but then i had to hide and be, like dress like a regular person and go th- go through an airport and i got held by security at an airport so let's hope the airport goes, so. oh, this was days ago so
6: we're, we're all in the clear Okay,
0: Correct. a couple
1: days ago.
6: Can I plug something?
1: Yeah.
6: Uh, is it is it uh, Spencer's uh, uh, nest of hair? <laughs> is that like a butt plug sort of play on words yeah, thing? Yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> um, oh, I'll just... Can I, do people plug? That's okay, right? Yeah, go ahead. Plug. I had a, a special come out on Comedy Central. You should... It's called Beta Male. Uh, I go to cc if you go to ccdirect.com it's five dollars that's the cheapest way to get it or you could torrent it I don't care I don't I don't I don't really get that money <laughs> the people in
1: back love torrenting that makes sense the, the the people who got here later <laughs> uh, they,
6: they, they know the ropes and you know so this was a big deal for me when it was airing and I told my parents to watch it and the next day I got a text from my parents this is sort of sh- shows what my relationship with them is like it just said Uh, Saw your program.
3: Uh, uh, I think we
5: may be brother and sister.
0: Yeah, is it like that? Does this go back to the punch that happened when you were 12? Well, yeah, maybe. So so you woke up, you socked your mom, and then was there a melee? Did she, she, like,
6: fire back? Was there a scuffle? I think she's still firing back.
5: Was there any... Did you follow up? Did you... No, back. then we're
6: I didn't we're talk like an to them. <laughs> oh, no, Wait, after I not uh, your program. Yeah, that was her punching back. Uh, I didn't talk to them for a week, and then I talked to them today, and it wasn't brought up. When I, when I, as a comedian, like doing Letterman is like the biggest thing you can do. And I was like, all right, I finally do something that they know what Letterman is. You know, I do other shit. They don't, they don't know much, very much about pop culture, but they know Letterman. So I did Letterman. And I talked to him on the phone, and they were like, "Hey, we saw you on Letterman." And then just told some story about my aunt <laughs> I was like Sorry. i don 't know what's happening
3: what could, like... you,
5: what could you say to them that would make them very proud like in a in a sentence
6: i 'm Muslim
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Spencer, do you want to uh, dispense the uh, oh. the character sheets and we'll get yeah. this uh D&D session underway? Spencer? Sure, why not?
1: Also, while he does that, it's probably a good time to plug the fact that we're finally oh, shit. getting that stuff underway. The uh, We're recording... It's, it's called Harmon Quest uh, right now. As a, we're, we're recording uh, this D&D thing that we've been alluding to forever. Spencer's dungeon mastering. We're, we're playing D&D and uh, recording the audio in front of a live audience uh, just as we do here, only... We're doing it on a little bit of a budget with some, some of our favorite comedic cameo people at the silent movie theater in combination with screenings of like crazy fantasy-themed movies. And then we're going to take the audio from the role-playing sessions, give it to my studio, Starburns, and they're going to stop-motion animate the uh, combat and stuff. It's going to be an awesome... Uh... So if you, if you want to be part of that... Uh, check online it's called Harmon quest it's at CineFamily. it's it's being done in conjunction with CineFamily. that's why we're doing the uh, uh, the fantasy theme movies and stuff when's the when's the first one coming up
4: that's uh, that's this coming Saturday right is it really yeah. is, yeah. is there 30. money like does it cost money to get in yeah. how much does it cost to get in80
5: dollars <laughs>
4: $14. $14. $14. That's a bargain. But if you're Anatoly, you make uh, 38 Yeah, you know, I was it's thinking about that. Enough. I've been on, like 60 episodes. No, but yeah, www.cinefamily.org. That's www.cinefamily.org.
1: You're an Excalibur,
3: right?
1: I think, I, the fir- I think the first one might be
0: Excalibur. Yeah. Oh, the first film? So
5: the first film is Exc- Excalibur, and the first guest is.
6: Adam Sandler is <laughs> going to be there. <laughs> no shit. Now you have to get Adam uh, Sandler. The first
4: guests, the first night's guests are Blake Anderson from Workaholics and <laughs> Kumel Nagyani.
1: Kumel Nagyani! From Conan O'Brien. All right, we plugged that. Spencer, shall we get underway here? Sure. Dan, if you pass the
0: sheets down, I will uh, give Spencer his theme music and we can get this rolling.
4: Last (laughs) time, our heroes were on the road to Fornheim to end their fight with Admiral Darkstar. As they traveled north, they went up into the mountains towards Fornheim, the frozen city. Yurch had suggested they stop there to ask for an army, or maybe horses, or some form of other style aid from the city. And after many days, there they trekked, high up mountains and up onto a specific mountain range in particular. But there they encountered a deadly blizzard. Blizzard, what the fuck? But through the (laughs) But through the driving snow and ice, they could see the white walls of the frozen fortress. There was a bridge. Quark was suspicious, but Sharpie pushed on. They started to cross the bridge. They did not finish crossing the bridge. From afar, the city fired cannons and skeletons landed in the ice. Sharpie tried to reason, but Quark leapt into action, tackling one of them, and the gang was fighting. The skeletons attacked with wicked blows. Mulrain understood the beast's rage and looked into its dead eyes in empathy Sharpie grasped one of the skeletons with a shocking grasp, surging electrical energy through its brittle bones, causing it to cause fire and fall on the floor. Two skeletons remained. What would they do? Combat is happening. Now.
1: All right, two skeletons left. Seems easy. Yeah, we're on an icy bridge. Who's up first, Spencer? Uh, Quark. You were
4: wrestling with one of them. You're, you're currently wrestling him, and you're trying to throw him off the bridge.
0: Okay, I just try to grapple him and just throw him off the side. Yeah. All right, that happens. Woohoo! Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Grappling with the skeleton. You get the upper
4: hand. Did you just drop your... That's awesome. Sorry. You get the upper hand. You drop to the floor and then throw him over your shoulder, and he goes sailing off the, off the white edge of the icy bridge <laughs> into the abyss. I yelled,
0: second!
6: <laughs> <laughs> One skeleton remains. Whose turn is it? That'd be yours. Okay. Uh, how close are we to the skeletons?
4: You're about 25 feet off. It's kind of engaged with Mulrain right now and, 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 and Sharpie. But you're a bit off. I'm a bit off? Yeah. All right. Well, He was always there.
6: Okay. Everybody shut up. Uh, I do, I mean, I take my poison dagger Will that work? Take that poison dagger yeah. through my Okay. Heart. Oh, the poison won't, but the dagger will. Huh? Poison doesn't work on undead. Uh, well, the dagger does. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Cool. Um, so I sneak attack the guy. Okay. And just go to town.
4: <laughs> Going to town on the guy with a sneak attack. You strike directly between his shoulder blades, dealing
1: 15 damage. Yeah. I, get, I give Krista uh, Berg a little uh, chit, Do you call it, like uh, from AA. That's one, one day of not tying a rope around your dagger. <laughs> When you throw it. You know what? I thought about it a lot. <laughs> I could see, but it's you It's been the toughest day of my straying. life. <laughs> Did you call it a chit? I, isn't chit. That
4: a, yeah, a you chip? get the little. Chip. chip with throw a p. chip. Chip. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Chip is a thing too. Is it? Yeah. I
6: don't know. Google what? Yeah.
5: it. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. It's in your butt. I believe you guys.
6: <laughs> is, it, uh, is it almost dead? Uh, you don't know. It,
4: it is undead. It's a,
5: but it's. What is it doing right now?
4: It's it, it is, uh you know it's being stabbed. There's a knife in it. Okay. It's not like responding.
5: How it's, is it reacting? It's not
4: like it's not like a person that feels pain. It's more like a skeleton. you
5: not like a. Person. I'm. <laughs> it's all
4: right. That's okay. you know the skeletons are me. We went over this.
5: Okay. That's
4: a throwback. Who's who's next <laughs> that's moraine's turn. all
5: right, uh, so I have no idea how the skeleton's reacting, so I'm going to just uh grapple i'm going wh- I'm going to grapple with the skeleton i'm going to make eye contact with him, and i 'll say, "Thank you for your sacrifice and I try to throw him off the bridge
1: <laughs> Okay, don't look at me, Dan. I just want to know like what. <laughs> how, how? What? You wanted to know how the skeleton was reacting before you did that. Like, how, what would you have done?
5: Well, I mean, <laughs> if, if Camille did that and he was like, "All right, guys, come on, let's cool it." Then oh, I would... okay.
1: You just wanted to make sure the monster wasn't. Okay, all right,
5: all right. That's, That's
1: cool. a monster
4: did not or say. Or if he,
5: or if he was on the ground, or if he was flying. I mean, I Spencer's much smarter and better than I am. No, that like,
6: makes sense now that you explained it. But yeah, yeah. Can I? I also do a pink mask on it to make it gay in the
3: afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Does
4: it, do they have to be dead for that? No, I mean the for the pink mask. I think in, you could do it to so- Satanist ritualism. I think you could do it to someone who's alive, right? Well, I mean, couldn't they just be like, "I'm gonna be gay"? Yeah, and then they wouldn't need this whole satanic ritual.
1: Who the Satanist? What
5: are you talking about? The pink what mass. Is, what is a pink mass?
1: No, that's, they were doing that's a kind of. They were doing Pete, like a sort Matt of Dwyer protest on the grave of this lady, right, 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 making right. her gay in the afterlife. Anyway, it happened
0: Sorry. in the show early on. That
5: doesn't yeah. happen no, in no, Dungeons and Dragons. Didn't make the
1: it fails.
5: So he's
4: still, still straight. So, so yeah, still so straight. Okay. okay. Fuck. Uh,
5: what, what happened with my grappling?
4: Yeah. Okay. So you managed to wrestle it, and you're trying to, trying to flip it over, you know, off the edge, but, but you just kind of, you guys go down to the floor, and you're just kind of grappling with each other, wrestling style. <laughs> so it didn't. Uh, uh. It didn't. She didn't have enough force <laughs> to send it over the edge. Okay. But you know it's down. It's it's there. But okay. it's on me. You're on it also. <laughs>
6: oh, All right. Def- definitely still straight. It's a mutual kerfuffle.
5: <laughs> Does he have it. a boner? <laughs> you. Yeah. That's. Still yeah, I know. That was my joke that he was a skeleton. Yeah. Someone in the audience says he's a skeleton. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. So I'm on him. It's not working though.
4: Yeah,
0: he doesn't have a boner.
5: Okay. Just uh, to
4: clarify,
0: so it's to sharpie, uh, putting sharpie. it sharpie. a sharpie. Cork actually does have a boner. He gets a he gets a, boner, a, bat, a battle <laughs> boner sometimes. Just to clarify, I've got a battle
6: boner. Just like an anger boner. It's just only when I'm in, only when I'm in battle, All, or when you want to fuck a horse or whatever. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> saddle battle. <laughs> putting it at saddle boner.
1: <laughs> saddle boner. All right. Um. I can't use shrink item on a skeleton that's only an item, right? That's correct. Uh, and I Do I have any
6: shocking grasps left?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. On your trek, you gain back all your spells, and
4: you've only used one of them.
6: All right. But isn't that also... If he's grappling with her, isn't that going to shock both of them? Who knows? <laughs> you gotta do it! <laughs> Let's see what happens. It's magic.
1: All right. I, I... I... Initiate my shocking grasp, and then I say something involving bones—some kind of pun. A pun, bone. You're boned, bone out. Bone to know you. Bone. Uh, bone to know uh, you. Bo- bone voyage. <laughs> bon- a- Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. Take a bow. Stand up. Adam Goldberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bone voyage. That's fantastic. It could have been her all night and not top bone voyage. No,
6: that you would not. be I was that. like, hey, "Hey, mandible shit." Yeah, I, 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 yeah Dan's was bone to know
1: you.
3: I, this
1: has never been my wheelhouse—puns. Uh, but bone voyage. Just yeah, I, I, I do it with an Austrian accent. You know, bone voyage and psh, grasping yeah. him with a
4: shocking energy electricity crackles through his bony body, and uh, <laughs> you hear a sizzling from, he, from deep within his chest, and then he catches fire and falls to the floor. Inert.
1: <laughs> Looks like he skeleton oh, fell apart. I, I, you, you can't improvise a pun,
3: can he you? fell like
1: a skeleton of bricks. You, you
4: can't. I win. I, I count it. I count it. I get 500 experience points. He gave himself.
0: I'm having my own podcast over here. <laughs> it's high time. Well, we did it. So we did it. So oh, we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I forge on th- uh, towards the far side of the bridge.
4: You forge on towards the far side of the bridge. You see the gates of Fornheim standing tall and imperious. Ah, uh, they slowly grind open, and you can hear a voice from within echo out like a trumpet. Welcome to Fornheim, the fortress of the mighty,
1: the land of the strong. I call back, weirdest welcome ever.
3: <laughs> There's no Huge response.
1: waste of energy
6: and manpower. <laughs> That would be funny true. if every time you tr- drove into Indiana, you'd hear, Welcome to Indiana! The sunshine! This is it! But also, like, <laughs> if there was a locked gate that
1: only opened after you fought four skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, I mean, just lock the gate harder. A to mix signals here, guys. <laughs> yeah, make it clearer that we're not welcome. Metagaming? Uh, I mean, no, mate... Let's All right, well, see. we go in. We, we yeah, go good, we go good in. Good call. Good
4: call. Yeah, you enter the walls of Fornheim and you see stuff.
5: Uh, I, I look around. To as see you enter. <laughs> <See>.
4: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I'll go. As you enter the massive <laughs> gates, you're met with an awesome sight. The massive city within the massive walls is full of massively oversized buildings, with paths as wide as ponds and houses as big as castles, as well as towering giants. These blue-skinned beings with coarse pale blonde and icy hair stand about 15 to 20 feet tall clanking around in heavy metal armor talking, conducting in business and are shooting the breeze. Literally: really? In sharp contrast to the massive blue figures and icy white trails you, or icy white walls, you can make out specks dot around the city, black blobs that you recognize as more of those skeletons you fought earlier. Okay. that are marching and patrolling the streets as well as manning the gates and guarding the walls. I thought this was like a dwarf town.
3: It's Avatar.
0: I got confused.
5: Yeah, do,
3: yeah, Maybe we should have
0: done a little more reconnaissance before we came into this place. <laughs> That's something you can maybe, do. Maybe
5: we should get on top of each other's shoulders.
6: Uh. And put on a giant trench coat? Yeah. <laughs> And hold our breath till we're blue in the face. <laughs> uh, so, so why are we in this town? I'm sorry. I, because a guy went, welcome. And we said, let's go. And then now we're in here. No, uh, no, no. But before like, that. Yeah, before that. Oh, I'm we're
0: sorry. looking for
4: Admiral Darkstar. Okay. Yeah, he's to the north, and this is on your way to the north. He's a bad
1: guy. Well, We were talking about raising an army here. Right. Which, so, that should be no
0: sweat. We, got, we just killed a couple of their homies out front, didn't we? But it seems like that's how you open the door. <laughs>
5: Maybe okay. yeah, there's bigger and
0: badder. Who's the biggest and baddest here? Like, uh, let's let's walk in there and talk a big game and say, look, we uh, we we we're not here to fuck around. We're here to get an army together and go kill Admiral Darkstar. <laughs> yeah.
5: I can use my, di- I mean, in a in a different way, I could use my diplomacy. Try to talk to them.
6: Okay, but well, who do we talk to? Can we? Uh, walk?
5: I look for the sweetest faced giant. Okay. Um. <laughs> well some guy who's clearly like nicer than the other that's like giving water to the smaller giants so I'm just <laughs> laughing uh, someone drops a hat he gives them their hat
4: scanning the city you see what you make out to be the most jovial of the giants
5: <laughs> but not at anyone else's expense <laughs> he's not, he's not, not laughing because he's I'm picking expl- him. Pointing. right 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 okay just making sure
4: I mean that's fine you see him. There he, he's, he looks jovial.
5: Okay. Uh, do you guys mind if I approach?
1: Knock yourself out.
3: Yeah,
5: go <laughs> yeah,
1: We'll be back here.
5: Okay. No,
6: I go with her because we still have our little, our little buddy packs.
5: Yes, thank you. I, okay. go,
6: I go with her because I wouldn't miss this for the world. <laughs> I, I put on a shirt that says Team Giant on it and I walk there. Like, like, like Aaron talking to a
1: non-player character is like every time the smoking man showed up in X-Files. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am riveted.
4: Yeah, so you and Quark are kind of wa- okay. walking up? Well, we're all, we'll all go. Okay. okay, you're all walking up. All
5: right. Hello, sir. Looks like you're closer to heaven. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
6: How does the joke land? Uh, the,
3: the,
4: the giant looks as if, uh, as if perhaps he was bit by a mosquito, sort of like a... <laughs> and this is the happiest guy. Yeah, yeah. Happy. And then he, then
1: he, then he kind of looks around,
4: and then he looks down at you, and then he points at you, and he's like... <laughs>
1: It landed,
6: it landed. Yeah, I think it landed. you got a to chuckle. Hey, good one. <laughs>
5: uh, boy, I, uh, since I was a young girl, I have dreamt of being in a town like this. What is it like to be the most fantastic looking... Okay, okay guys, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Finish I, the fantastic looking thing. You, you, you got well, them right it, where you it? want them. <laughs>
5: Sir, what is it like to be the most fantastic uh, looking and uh, you, you, you emanate this joy and me and my friends were, were very nice, peaceful people and we just wanted to know what was happening here and I've been talking for too long and this is what I do and I drop my papers like in a romantic comedy and I hope that he's, he's going to pick them up because I'm, like, I'm Meg Ryan and I'm just so flustered. Uh, oh, I'm such a clumsy bitch. What do I do? <laughs> Uh,
6: does he help her with the papers? Uh no. His
4: his hands are probably too big to pick them up. But uh he he doesn't
1: help with the papers. Sir Giant, we are travelers from the south, heading north. And whoa, but did we stop here, Mister Happy? Um, I'm Robin Williams. Uh, we, we we are pers- in pursuit of a of a of a of a threat that threatens all of what's this planet called?
3: Uh, Earth.
1: Earth. Earth. <laughs>
0: I, I am kind of standing behind all
6: of them and just instinctively grab the, the, the handle of my sword. <laughs> I should tell them that I'm like a very well-known singer-songwriter.
5: We, I, I move my hands like I'm about to take off my tiny little clothes. We request
1: an audience with your leader, if you have one, or the commission that leads you.
5: But you're probably the leader, right? I mean, he looks like the leader. Either
1: that or a model.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he
4: he, he, he kind of just looks at you guys all saying and doing these things that you're describing saying and doing
5: can he not hear us?
4: no he is he's he's exactly hearing you right now and I'm describing that and um, he is hearing he's like yeah but he's he's listening and he's he's looking at you guys do stuff and then he's like so you're looking for the yarl. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's we're it calling we're looking
1: for the, the, the Jarl, the jarl. The
3: that's yeah, it yeah. Yeah. I don't even That's know exactly. why we
4: forgot exactly. the word. That's exactly for
3: it. right. It
4: oh, we should have said that yeah. when we first showed up. Well, it, well, it ain't just anyone that can see the jarl.
5: Okay, yeah. Uh, who who can see the jarl?
4: Only the strong. Did you hear that thing that was said when you entered the city? No, we were busy mocking it.
0: <laughs> we are strong. We slayed a couple of. uh yeah.
3: t-
6: I, I. No! Dire wolves. Good save, bro.
4: Yeah, yes, I've plucked many a dire wolf from my garden.
3: <laughs> you, I don't think you know what that word means.
6: He grows wolves.
3: <laughs> this guy rocks. Can we just hang out with him for a while? Ah, ah, ahem.
1: Well, uh, if there was a way that we could prove our strength, other than <laughs> getting in your... Not to put too fine a point on it, but less than a hospitable threshold. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, tough tough ice
3: city. <laughs>
1: um, we would love to prove our strength, and or just have our strength taken as a flyer, and... Uh, <laughs> Get an audience with aforementioned Yarl.
5: Also, if you giants enjoy a show by tiny people, maybe the four of us could put on a small show.
6: It's true. We, uh, we are singer-songwriters. I've I recently gotten into doing some sketch comedy stuff. I've heard enough of this, says the barbarian. Uh, I, I,
0: I'm, I'm as tough as any man here, giant or no. <laughs> Then prove it. Oh,
1: show me the way. Punch me. Punch me. <laughs> okay, I I, I, Punch I, me. Go, I go up to uh 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 Quark uh, and and I go, hey, insolent uh person and I'm winking at him. We're going to do like a Star Trek movie. I, I got
3: you. I got you. Uh, hey,
1: shut your mouth, you little you little fucker. I'm wanted on 12 different planets. Yeah, well, you're not so tough. You're not so tough. And, and I,
5: I get in there and I say, no, lay off him. I drop my papers again.
1: <laughs> Stop that. i I'm,
5: I can't help it.
0: I take Sharpie and I give him a little wink, like this is good. Right, I, I, I return the wink and I and I pick him up over my head and start spinning him around. So whoa,
5: I, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa!
1: This guy's a real tough and
0: customer. And I and then I take him and I, I and I I find the I find the biggest the biggest busiest ice road and I throw him down like like, like at a roadhouse bar top, like like and just slide him down. But I'm so
1: much bigger than you.
6: Bonk. in the chaos I go off in a corner and I tie a rope to a knife <laughs> be prepared always be prepared
3: okay oh, just, um,
4: just... yeah you you attempt this display of um, you know mock violence and it's really pitiful like it's not it's not working oh. it's not working and then you, you then he throws you and you go skidding down this ice road and then um, and then he's like, That's pretty tough. I gotta
0: oh. admit. wait when well, I when I throw Sharpie? Yeah. So now oh, he likes that.
4: As pitiful as it was, it seemed to have impressed him. So now we go to see the yarn? He's like, Yeah, you know, I mean if you guys are really that tough, but you might have to pull that shit again in front
1: of some other giants. Oh I got yeah, like I got bits. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think we just accidentally blew the roadie. <laughs> uh, uh, classic classic mistake
6: classic a really? real amateur move
1: <laughs> Pink Floyd's in the green room
4: <laughs> All right, well, lead, lead the way sir he's like I don't lead uh, follow the silent servants he kind of points at, at a line of skeletons that are kind of patrolling <laughs> through the city they're led by one of these skeletons is, is just ablaze on fire he's just lit say, on fire
5: I say, thank you, sir. You are truly the most joyous creature that we have encountered in a long time.
4: <laughs> so there's a Probably. skeleton
5: on fire?
4: Yeah, it's kind of walking around through the city, melting ice and snow. And there's like, oh, a okay. column of steam kind of rising off of it. Cool. And but they're just what? walking in a line.
6: All right, well, we should follow that. Yep.
5: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you still have your Giants t-shirt on?
6: Yeah, I have Team Giants, and I've added uh, Blazing Skeleton also. (laughs) And on the back it says, my favorite movie is Ghost Rider. (laughs) I start whistling the theme from Bridge Over the
1: River Kwai. (laughs) Wait, you,
0: you, you you, you sing when you whistle?
6: Well, I don't know how to whistle. I can't whistle either! High five! Bro. Yeah, so few people you guys, don't know how to whistle.
0: Anyone can whistle. <laughs> no, but that's a different story. So we're following these uh, silent leaders, silent whatevers. Yeah, yeah, the
4: silent servants. Um, they're just kind of—you really can't control this this group.
5: I can't really whistle. <laughs>
4: That was a great try, Dan. Hey, it's
1: us or hang out with your dad. You pick. Hey, man. I walk up to one of the silent
0: uh, servants and say, excuse me, uh, gentlemen. Uh, we're, we're looking for a Jarl. You'd be so kind. You saw what I did to my friend over here. I threw him a good 50 meters down the ice road. See. Uh, yeah, make it snappy and show us the way. No, no, no! Jesus don't be aggressive. No, they, 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 it, they respond to might here. Its Chris. head
4: kind of turns towards you, and its 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 eyes kind of like glow with a blue flame, and you can hear a voice out of its chest. It's tinny and mechanical sounding. It says, "Don't bother the silent servants." I was just told to come over to you. Well, they're walking. We just oh. follow them. Uh, yeah. We follow. Oh, okay. Right.
0: We oh, okay. We're following. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's happening. All right. So I was just trying to be tough. Maybe. I want to
1: get one of those chest plate things for me, so, uh, uh, so that when I fart,
4: uh... <laughs> it wasn't this person. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So people think your chest farted. It's like it's like blaming it on the dog. You know, you fart and then. Uh... Oh Don't so, blame
6: so you, it was me, oh. the chest plate. Yeah. I thought when you fart it just emits a louder mechanical fart yeah. to hide I didn't think it through. I just the dots I were connect I uh, was connecting were in this
1: order. Uh, silent but deadly. Okay. Silent, silent silent servant, servant, silent silent servant. servant I kinda and then from there I was off roading. <laughs> I was relying on the statistical chance of me being funny when I talked. <laughs> and I blew it, as I do seven out of ten times. <laughs> So we're following. There's a lot of math to it. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. It's, yeah, it's
5: Dan, uh, have you been blaming it on the dog? We have a dog, <laughs>
1: and it farts and a lot. Yeah, and I have ramped up my farting. <laughs> it's you true.
5: You have. Uh, there was when Dan was getting his endoscopy. There was a page in the like the big stack of papers that he had to sign that said.
1: Uh, the, when the camera goes down, it pushes a lot of air through you, so you make sure you release the air. Uh well, pre-fart. Yeah, well, like, like it was giving you permission to fart. Like,
6: like thing. That's, this is neither the time nor the place. All right, so we're we're following the silent servant.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they take you around through the city, and you're kind of going by these little snowed-in little like huts that are weird because you know this is a giant city, and these huts wouldn't fit them. Anyway. But the skeletons are normal size, That's right? true. Do they have yeah. doors? They, they, you, you can't tell because they're just covered in snow past the door, like, up to their little
1: roofs. I, I, come on. I, 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 uh, I, I stop at one. Come on. Okay. I brush some snow like away. On. I'm looking for a little door.
4: It has a little
3: door. Well, I'm,
1: I'm going to knock on the door with my Gandalf staff. There's no response. We'll be back later.
6: (laughs) Continuing on, you go, you got balls, man. You know, that was a great, like, uh, what is it called? Ding and ditch? What's it called? Yeah, ding dong ditch, yeah. Yeah.
5: Ding and ditch. We didn't do that.
6: (laughs) In Pakistan, there's no dong? No. (laughs)
5: It's a ding and ditch. Ding. Run away. (laughs) You
6: have to be in an actual ditch.
5: Do, Do doorbells sound different in Pakistan?
6: Uh, I, we, I don't know, no, the same. Okay. Yeah.
5: I was just wondering.
6: Yeah, they're, they're not like. Because the animals. They're not like, No. I mean,
5: sirens, (laughs) sirens sound, sirens sound different in every country.
6: Uh, They just say death to America when I,
5: death to (laughs) America! To America? I guess I'm not home.
6: Yeah, oh, somebody's years. All right, so we're following? Yeah, yeah.
4: You go up a massive icy staircase and into a large kind of castle within the city made out of ice. It's all ice. Um, you arrive in a massive room with a ceiling hundreds of feet tall. Uh, well, high. Whatever. Hello. Massive gold statues line the room, and standing in the stet- center of the statues is a massive blue giant. Easily 30 feet tall, he wears a great magenta breastplate (laughs) and wears a huge brown fur cloak off some oversized beast. His booming voice echoes through the icy chamber. I am Limdahl, the Jarl of
5: Fordheim. Bow to my might. Uh, pretending to have met him previously, I scream out, so nice to see you again! Bow to his fucking might! (laughs) Maybe he'll think that we know each other. I bow
6: to his might for sure.
5: (laughs) I say this as I am bowing to his might. Okay.
6: We definitely blew the roadie. (laughs) I I bow
1: to his might. Okay. I reluctantly bow. I kind (laughs) of... Thank you. Might bowed to... And for that, I thanked you. (laughs) Gratitude received.
4: (laughs) What brings you to Fornheim? The frozen city.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's like an OCD thing that he has to say the entire thing.
1: It's on on their license plate frame. (laughs) Uh,
5: We're looking for some yam Yellers wait what yakars what are they yallers <laughs>
1: Yall. yarl he's, he's the yarl yarl is the king yarl, yarl. needs yarl. king yarl
5: as I'm falling to my knees I say oh, I'll never fall in love my career is too important
6: <laughs> <laughs> she keeps dropping papers
0: what's, what's on these I, I
6: pick up the papers and what
0: the fuck is on these things
6: no <laughs> I, I read your papers yeah, it just says all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy <laughs> over and over and we're terrified.
5: I didn't really realize he was a Yowler.
1: Oh, Jarl of Farnheim. Frozen City.
5: Yowler? I know, I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Gateway to the mountains. Uh, 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 a great
6: city by a great lake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the blue diamond of the north. Old Snowy. <laughs>
1: It is our grand pleasure, a pleasure exceeded in size only by your stature and might, uh, that we arrive here in your slippery, sticky halls,
5: in a good way, in a good way. I am overcome by your power. And I fall down. I drop, my, I drop one paper.
1: One would no more dare to offend thee than one would dare to stick one's tongue on a common surface.
5: Have you seen Christmas Story? Hey, Chris.
1: I take no. out my sword and... and no, bro!
3: And,
0: and I and I and I, 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 I go, uh, pardon me, but can I cleave my way through all the bullshit?
1: Whoa. Oh, boy. Fonzie's in town. And I put my sword back away with a... Whoop.
0: He puts it away. Oh, yeah, I took it oh, okay. out. okay, well, I out. mean... I'm not going to walk around with it. Was, you, just, you just took it out? I, <laughs> I took it out to... You're just trying to so cut the rectangle. I am making a point like He right, okay,
4: regards let's... your social maneuver.
0: Great. Listen, Limdall, was it? Doll. My name is Quark.
3: <laughs> me and well my,
0: met. My friends and I are uh, after a certain Admiral Darkstar. Are you familiar with this gentleman? Oh, I'm familiar with this gentleman. What's your take. <laughs>
4: I I'm, I'm not a fond of him. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: we're, we're, Neither we're, uh, Sam, no, he's, he's are. He's he's the worst. You saw you saw the air quotes around gentlemen, right? Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Right. Well, we we have one mission and one mission alone and it's to take him down. Uh, we could certainly use a little assistance Because as you see We're just four tiny little fuckers <laughs> You could use some assistance I just said
4: that But you have something I could use Oh, okay, oh. great, this is going to be great
5: What's the expression on his face right now, Spencer?
4: It's, uh, it's, it's, it's holding all the cards
3: <laughs> It's all that right.
4: expression Fair enough What, what is it, it you uh, want from us? Oh, just a few of your Fragments of
5: power Oh, boy. Can we have a sidebar? Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, do you think he's talking about my business papers?
0: Well, I think we should definitely try. Okay. There was no business. One page was just a bunch of drawings of dicks Look, and balls. I'm
5: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be a magazine editor, executive, business, merger lady someday, and I've got to take all my ladies' papers. Okay, stopping. Okay. Do you have shards of power, right? Your are those like the
6: amulet of ottoman stuff? Nah, these
0: are stuff... They've collected.
4: Sharpie yeah, but, but this,
0: has them. Isn't there, guys, if, if the shards of power. If if our Admiral Darkstar wants all of those, I feel like what if this guy is just lying to us and works for him? He's going to hand them all over to him.
3: Yeah.
6: Should we
5: ask him if there's something else that he would want instead?
6: Uh, what, what do we get in return for these shards? Like exactly? I
4: will yeah. give you some of my finest horses, as well as a regiment of six frost giant warriors to aid you.
5: Can for I how many horses, shards? Horses.
4: I want all of them.
5: You want all their shards?
3: <laughs>
4: right, Sorry, car. I've had a tough day.
5: <laughs> Sir, is there something else that you, you would take instead of shards?
6: Most of the shards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have
6: goggles of night. Do you want that? <laughs> you take that instead no. of the shards? No. Can
0: somebody who's ha- got more wisdom than me sense motive on this guy?
4: You fail to sense his motive. I asked somebody else to do it. Somebody else also fails. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, I think we gotta. I'm gonna get my own dice. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta put a bookmark here because we gotta. We're oh, in the, shit. oh it's yeah, time. We're in the Hall of the Frost Giant. All right, yeah. uh, Yarl, uh, the cliffhanger. Yarl, cliffhanger. Yarl, cliffhanger. All right, thank you, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron McGathy. Thank you, Spencer, for your dungeon mastery. Please, uh, on Saturday, come to the silent movie theater. Google it, Harmon Quest. It's called in uh-huh. in, in cooperation with CineFamily, Family. Come to the thing at the uh, thing I'm about. All right, it's
0: time. It's time. We're we're done, baby. You want you want to uh, say a nice little uh, little lesson learned? Little, what, have little? We, what
1: have we learned? Gay people should be allowed to be gay. If you if you if you fuck around with that, Sa- Satanists will turn your dead grandmas gay. <laughs> Some Black Panthers are Irish. <laughs> Black Panthers should not be uh, 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 yeah, uh, exiled to Tanzania uh, w- w- because that, that guy could have been doing a lot of good here. Uh, instead, he's got an orphanage over there.
0: <laughs> and um, <laughs>
1: and it's, it's possible to have a, a thing called Jeep butt yeah. Um, all together, uh, a, w- a wonderful... Uh, oh, and San Diego can, can go fuck itself, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Just da- da- downtown,
0: mostly. But mostly what I think I've learned is that we love you, as always. Thank you for coming to Harmontown. Have a good night, Walter.
3: Wrong
0: music! Wrong music! Wrong music! Or keep clapping! There we are. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Anatoly and Auntie... Adam Goldberg for Bone Voyage. That's what we should have said. We damn Damn, we should have just ended with Bone Voyage. Bone Voyage. Bone Voyage one and all.